This episode of the Primetime Sports Guys was recorded on the campus of Gannon University, where we are live every Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m. on 90.5 WERG. We are also presented by Gannon University's Gannon Edge student-run media. To see more of what Gannon Edge has to offer, visit www.gannonedge.com. From University Square, at the corner of West 7th and Peach, on the campus of Gannon University, the Primetime Sports Guys are on the air. Welcome into the broadcast. This is PTSG Primetime Sports Guy. Matt Fosnock, a.k.a. The Foz. My name is Willie. Willie Beeman. Bro, how much does having a running back like him make your job easier? He could go all the way. 95 yards. Sorry, Kevin Jimmy. Four. Kevin sorry Four. Jimmy, but you're wrong. He's leaving. And LA, LA after the season. Every, I think everyone that plays baseball dreams of making plays like that. Key to being a big league pitcher is the three R's. Readiness, recuperation, conditioning. Uh, so when's, when's coach going to put you in a wide receiver? What do you, what'd you think of the fight? Did they stop it too early? My name is Matt Nuara, and I still have no idea what this is for. Now, let's talk sports. The Primetime Sports Guys on 90.5 WERG. Welcome into the program, Primetime Sports Guys Show 90.5 WERG. You're listening to the boys in mags. We got PTSG on for the next three hours. We're chilling, talking sports. We got a lot to going on today. We got some baseball talk. March Madness is back. Baseball is back as a whole. Opening day is today. It's one of the most wonderful times of the year if you're a baseball fan. If you're not, you should be because now is the year to do it. There's no better time to get into baseball than now, and that's my selling point. Why, why this year? Just the game is growing. The players are becoming more personable. People are starting to get on social media. There's no drama in the league like there is in the NFL and the NBA. Um, I, I feel like baseball is like, kind of like hockey how it's just kind of like low-key during the regular season and it has its niche fan base and then when the playoffs come around everybody's like oh this this sport's kind of cool like I, I should watch it a little more it's just long yeah I, I'll get, I, I accept that and I understand that um, my name is Matt Fosnock to my left is Pat Steele hello we got Peggy McFly to What's my right good? Dom Goldbach will be joining us soon Joey Cox will be joining us soon we got a full house um, to kind of Run down and preview the baseball season because we know all how much you're looking forward to our predictions for the baseball season. Uh, and then we'll get to some March Madness. Kind of recap um, the last week in sports and what we missed. Uh, and then we'll preview some of the games tonight and we'll preview the, the NCAA tournament going forward with Pat. Uh, he'll take over all the basketball talk from there. Um, and then really just kind of a heavy, heavy basketball, baseball show uh, for the next three hours. Um, you can tweet at us, Instagram, DM us, whatever you want to do with that, at PTSG underscore WERG. If you have any topics or anything like that you want to talk about, or you can tweet at the radio station, 905WERG. I'll see it all, uh, and we'll we'll make sure to bring up every topic you bring up. Or you can call in 814-459-WERG if you're old school and you want to give us a phone call and, and talk on the phone. Uh, if you're not a part of the social media, feel free to do that. We'll, we'll figure out how to get you in through that. Um, but yeah, podcast version as well on iTunes. Just type in Primetime Sports Guys Show. You can. There's a big archive now of the last couple shows that are up there on a podcast app. If you want to catch up uh, or if you can't stay for all three hours, that's also another option. You can tune in uh, probably Monday, again, a couple of days once the next show gets up. But that will be on there to catch up. 
Let's dive right into it. Best and worst of the week. Who wants to start? Uh, I can. Go ahead. All right, so my best of the week, obviously, was seeing on social media um, a couple of the Steelers players sticking up for Big Ben. I, I will second that. I don't know what... I don't know exactly the, like, debacle. I know that people were saying, like, Antonio Brown and stirred some stuff up saying he wasn't a good leader. Um, But to see, like, two young players and a lot of people say, like, he's a great leader and, like, his actual teammates say it first off kind of shows that he is a good leader and those young players also showed leadership by sticking up for their teammate. So I thought that after all the Steelers like kind of not great press, uh, that that kind of was a turnaround for them. Yeah. No, I was here for that too. I'm, I'm here for all the positive big Ben press we can get. He's and handsome. then yes. Uh, worst of the week. I don't, I don't really have one. I don't think respect. I, it's, it was a really nice week. The weather was good. Mm-hmm. The weather's, beautiful right now it's perfect so yeah that's peggy's perfect uh end of march baseball weather can't complain there pat you got a best and worst you want me to go um i, I do have a best and right, worst if you'd like to go before me that it... that's all you oh okay ladies um, first <laughs> all right dom go ahead <laughs> get out of here <laughs> all right um so my best is obviously uh Big Blue, Kentucky Wildcats, and the Sweet 16. You know, I mean, uh, always great to see them. Uh, My worst of the week probably has to go to the Phoenix Suns. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you've got this, like, amazing next Kobe Bryant-like kind of player in Devin Booker who can just drop 60 points Mm -hmm. any given night. And, like, you guys are still getting blown out by 30. Like, get that man some help. Uh, you guys have been bad for quite a while, and the fact that you're still, like, this bad is quite alarming. Mm-hmm. So, like, DeAndre Ayton, tank, get Zion, and then make the playoffs. But, I mean, that's just the worst. It goes to the, the Phoenix Suns organization at the moment. Yeah, I saw he was, like, the first player ever to score 50 points in a game and lose every single – or he scored three times, and he's the first person to ever lose – all three times that he scored 50 points in a game. And I think that's pretty telling into the Sun season. Uh, and that kind of really just wraps up the whole the whole Sun season for them in the last couple of years to the Suns even. Um, that's a good one. Uh, my best and worst of the week. My best is that it's officially summer, which it isn't. But well, now that baseball started, it's officially summer uh, in my eyes. And then my worst of the week is that it's not actually summer. And it's probably going to snow in a week here in Erie. Just odds are, chances are. Um, it's pretty nice out right now, but it's supposed to dive back into like the 30s and the 40s for the next couple of weeks. Um, so now that my dumb brain is is tuned into the fact that baseball season started and it's summer, that then it realized that it's not. And now here we are. So is that your best or the worst? Uh, it's both. Okay. My best is that it's officially summer, and then my worst is that it's not summer. So, oh, okay. Yeah. And then my also worst is uh, also my dumb brain because uh, whenever baseball season comes around, I get in this weird mood where I really want to buy a PlayStation 4 because I have an Xbox, and I really want to play MLB The Show. Uh, and I then, saw that. I didn't know what that meant. What? I did peek at your best and worst when you sent that to me. Yeah. When you sent the rundown, yeah. and I peeked, and I didn't know what the PS4 had to do with That's just summer. That was just to remind me. Um, okay. It happens every year. I did it. I did it like the last two years where I'd like buy a PlayStation and play the show for a couple months, and then realize that it kind of gets boring. And then I'd sell it, and then I'd be okay. And then once the baseball season came around again, I do the same thing, 
And now I'm trying to hold off, but it's tough. It's tough. So I've just been watching videos to try to wean myself off of that thought because I'm not in a position to do that right now. Um, but, yeah, that's my best and worst. Dom, you, did you come prepared? I did come prepared. All right, hit me. Uh, what do you want, best or worst? Either. Best? Both, preferably. Um, my best of the week is being short. Okay. Or at least not being 7'6", because <laughs> apparently being 7'6 doesn't matter when you just foul people when you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's... And when you try to contest shots when you shouldn't. And when you aren't in the game, when you could have grabbed a rebound and beat Duke, but you didn't because you fouled. Yep. Or at least could have taken a charge or got out of the way, let them score two. Then you're up one. Then they have to foul you, and you, your team probably makes – well, not you, but – Oh, he would have. Taco. Yeah, he, or he would have. I mean, Taco they would have scored. They would have been down one, or they would have been. They would have been up one. Yeah, and then, I mean, then they get the ball back as soon as they inbound it. UCF is fouled, and whoever they foul probably hits both free throws. They're up three again, and the game's over. So, That's fair. thank God I'm not seven six. Yeah, uh, and then my worst. Imagine is, being that guy, right? Imagine being that guy at the water cooler. <laughs> uh, my worst is uh, madness because I think this was. Very, very underwhelming first two rounds in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? There was only one game that was in overtime, right? A lot of, a lot of chalk, as they say. Yeah. Uh, only one overtime. Like there wasn't. Like, there's no buzzer beaters yet. There's Oregon's. Oregon doesn't feel like a Cinderella team. I don't know why. No. Like the most exciting game I watched was that Maryland, Iowa. Who did Maryland lose to? It was a Maryland. Or? Who did Maryland lose to or Iowa? Because Iowa went to overtime with um, LSU. Who did Maryland lose to? I don't even know. I was watching on Saturday, and it kind of went down to the buzzer, and they they won on a buzzer beater layup. And yeah, it was LSU. Yeah, okay, yeah, Maryland LSU, mm-hmm. and you know LSU ended up winning. I had Maryland winning because I had Maryland playing Yale because I had Yale beating LSU. Um, so I was rooting for Maryland the whole time, and I think that was like the most exciting game that I watched, and it was a loss like in my, on, in my eyes. So. Just kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Like, I feel like the first two rounds just kind of came and went. And, like, all what all one seeds and all the two seeds are still in it, mm-hmm. which is that's not exciting at all. Mm-mm. So, I, I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's hey, it's we got four straight days of basketball, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, we'll talk about that a little further, too. I just I think this tournament is just so like top heavy that once it kind of starts to figure itself out, that it's going to end up just being like all four number one seeds in the final four or something stupid like that. Um, That's well, how I pick mine. Honestly, I think the I think the like most exciting games so far have been like the first halves of like the one and sixteen games, and like the I know like Belmont took Maryland and Michigan State uh, had trouble with their first opponent. So Bradley, Bradley, Bradley yeah. almost took that uh, W against Michigan State. Gardner Webb was up early on Virginia, and then it just kind of it just kind of fixed itself and got back to the normal uh, the equilibrium. As honestly, I I mean like overall when you look at it. UCF wins this get that game. This is looked at as one of the craziest tournaments of all time, right. just right. because Duke is the biggest like favorite that I've heard in a long time. Yeah. All I needed was Taco Fall to not foul him. But but there was a little. I will say there was a little part of me as I was watching that game on my phone, driving down 12th Street in traffic, like thinking Hopefully your mom's not listening. Yeah, sorry. Thinking like if Duke loses. I don't get to watch Zion play college basketball anymore. I thought about that. I did like that crossed my mind. I was like, if Duke loses, I don't get to watch Zion play basketball until in the until the fall. Yeah, halfway. And I was like, this, kind of upset. Halfway through the second half, I was like, this could be like the last time I get to see like 
Zion and Duke. And like I was watching with my dad, so I was like, you know, it's kind of going to be kind of cool. Like, yeah, I watched Zion play in college, like with my dad. Like that's right. kind of cool. And there was a little part of me that was like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not ready for Duke to lose yet, and I don't know why. I, my, yeah. Like I was, like that. I'm kind of excited to watch Zion, but then I saw Cole tweet something and it made me mad, so yeah. I was upset. Yep, with Duke. that sounds about right. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I couldn't, I couldn't have. I like was really praying that Duke lost. I mean, it's just, it cool. just comes from a, a long like. Just I'm not, a, I'm not a Duke fan, and I mean like, the reality right. is, the reality is, is that the faster that Zion got out of that tournament, as much as I know Zion is going to be an amazing basketball player. I just would be so happy because then he wouldn't be he wouldn't be the headline of everything again. Like there would be college basketball without somehow an announcer bringing up Zion. Like or yeah. actually, they probably they'll would still find somehow, a way. Yeah. They'll find a way. He could he could like bust in the NBA and they'll still talk about him. Yeah, you didn't hear any of this hype about LeBron when he was in college. None of it. Okay, he didn't, he didn't go to college. I, I got, yeah, I got it. Thanks, Tom. Oh. And the Reds just hit a three on home run. So we're going to go to break while I cry a little bit. Uh, we're going to hit the 1645. Here is 100 Bad Days, AJR 90.5 WERG. Hi, this is Greg Brown, the Pirates play-by-play man for the last 24 years. High fly ball to center field. It's hit pretty well toward the wall. God. Oh, my God. The oh, my God. God. Andrew Jolly Roger and call it maybe the best all time in Pittsburgh. And you're listening to the Primetime Sports Guys on 90.5 WERG. Welcome to the program, Primetime Sports Guys Show 90.5 WERG. My name is Matt Fosnock. To my left, we got Pat Steele. Hey. We got Dom Goldbach. <laughs> so we got Maggie Rakowski. What's what was that good? About? Thanks, Pat. Just saying hi, but it's all right. Um, before we get into Peggy's Corner, we gave Peggy some homework last week. A couple weeks ago, we gave her the task to watch bench warmers and semi-pro, correct? Mm-hmm. And then uh, last week, we gave her the task to watch Glory Road because we gave our top four movies, I believe. Uh, our top four sports movies. And somehow Glory Road came up. And, yeah, no, because no, no, it was in Peggy's Corner. Semi-pro was one of them? No, that was just no, homework was from a couple weeks ago. That was before. Peggy's, yeah, Peggy's Corner brought up uh, Texas, Texas Western. Western. And then we brought up Glory Road. Uh, and Peggy watched Glory Road. So what do you think about it? I loved it. It was such a good movie. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. And the coach, before he got hired at Texas Western, was a high school girls basketball coach, which I didn't know. If that if that's factual to the movie, which I'm sure it was, because it said based on a true story. Yeah. I don't always um, believe this. I'm telling you. <laughs> But I really enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. I mean, there were a lot of, like, there were, it was PG, and I was kind of shocked. Like, there was some stuff that I was like, ah, this, I wouldn't show my kid this. Like, yeah. if we were having. It wasn't raunchy for you. It wasn't raunchy, but, like, there's a kid, like, a kid gets, like, beat up. Spoilers. And, like, Put in, yeah. put his head in the toilet, like, after someone peed in it. That like, happens in, like, elementary big. schools across just, America. Just, yeah. I know, this but was, I wouldn't show my kid that. It was a different time. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, but overall, it was a really like touching movie. Um, the end was good, and I I just kind of I liked I really enjoyed that movie, and I also watched Forty Two for the first time. Yeah, very and good. I enjoyed that movie as well. And I probably an unpopular opinion, but I think Chadwick Boseman is better in Forty Two than he was in Black Panther. I'm not gonna lie, I don't I, think that's a, an unpopular. I feel like a lot of people would would agree, agree with that. Talking to Mike, though. 
What? So talking the mic down. It's not. It wasn't. No, it wasn't a, a, a good opinion anyway. So that's why I kind of said it. Yeah. Away. I honestly, not gonna lie, I haven't seen Black Panther yet. It's on Netflix. Is it really? Already? Yeah. I guess it I, I think there was a lot of hype behind it. But that's not the movie that we're talking about. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I caught the first 10 minutes of Black Panther. I just like, maybe I have to give it a few more minutes because it didn't catch my eye at the yeah. beginning. It, like, it, it was good, slow. but I definitely liked 42 and Glory Road better. I would If somebody was like, let's watch a Chadwick Boseman movie, I'd be like, let's watch 42. Right. I haven't seen yeah. any other the of his time, movies. But the next time someone asks you that, let me know. <laughs> we'll, we'll I will. Out. All right, let's dive into Peggy's Corner. All if right. you don't know, Peggy's Corner is a segment where Peggy wants to learn more about sports, and she asks this trivia question to stump us. Um, Peggy's Corner last week was college basketball. Yes, for March for Madness. For March Madness, and this week it's going to be? Opening day for baseball. Okay, Woo! let's go. All right. This is going to be tough because baseball is really old. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much. Yeah, and it's who who hit a home run on a full moon at 4.05 o'clock in 1943? And yeah, some of them may be tough. A long, a long living sport. So. All right. So we'll start. What mm-hmm. president in 1910 was the first to throw a pitch on opening day? Truman. No. I don't know. Normally, normally using context clues, 1910 should tell me what president was in office. Titanic sank in 1912. I knew that. Don't know why I knew that, but that's right. Yeah, no, it was 12. All right, hint. Roosevelt. Um, no, but hint. Eisenhower. No, here's a hint. No, Jackson. This. George W. No. <laughs> H.W. No. This president got stuck in one Draft. of. Yes. Uh, in the bathtub? <laughs> yeah, yeah I get it. Um, You're thinking of Bartolo Colon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who has the most opening day home runs? You would know one name for sure. Mike uh, Trout. No. Bryce Harper. No. God. Oh, hey, Corey Dickerson just hit a home run. I think he's I think he's Solid. an older player. Uh, Derek Jeter. No. I, this could be anybody. I, it really it could literally be anybody who's ever played the history of the game. Um, Someone who's oh, been. I, a, looked, I looked at your screen. Uh, why did I, you well, do that? I'm not going to say it. Well, I, she was typing. What team? Right. What team? Um, he. I, I the Seattle Mariners. Griffin? Yeah. Yes. Ah. And somebody else. I know. Uh, They're tied. All right, don't look, Dom. I'm sorry. Um, I know Ken um, Griffey is like one of the few. Okay, that, this one just yeah, passed away. He played. Baltimore Orioles. Um. Um, and Robinson. Cincinnati Reds. Yes, which Robinson? Uh, Frank. Yes. Oh, they were just talking about him today. And, I do. And they were First tied. American manager. They were tied with uh, eight home runs each. Huh. I know that Ken, Ken Griffey and someone just got their first major league hit on opening day, and there's only like been like two people to do it, and it was him and Ken Griffey. I can't remember who it was. I just saw it in passing, so I'll, I'll fact check that in a sec. We'll get the guys um, in the back on it. Yep. The New York Giants, so now they're the San Francisco Giants, were forced into opening day's only forfeit ever in 1907 when their fans wouldn't stop throwing what on the field? Beer bottles. No. Smoke bombs. No. Hot dogs. Think about the weather and and Snowballs. Yes. Uh, That's interesting. What year is that? Uh, 1907. Huh. Who is the only player to make his MLB debut on opening day and hit two or more home runs? It was in 2016, and it was for the Rockies. Oh, uh, Trevor Story. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, and this is this is the last uh, trivia I feel like that question. Was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Who who is the only teenager 
to Homer on opening day. And Griffey Jr. No. Uh, it was April 8th, 1975. He played for the Brewers. He's in the uh, Hall of Fame. Brewers. Um, what year? 1975? Yep. Don't look it up. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I saw got, you go for I, I can't type that fast with my left hand, so... The Brewers and the Hall of Fame. I couldn't even tell you a Brewers. He was an outfielder and an infielder, if that helps. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sounds like played a, it all. every player in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there's Did you know the name when you saw oh, it? Oh, wait. No. A shortstop and center field. Oh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. Um, is it Cecil um, Fielder. Jason Bay. No. No. Um, what are the initials? His first yeah. name is a bird. Marlin Bird. No. <laughs> it's it's a fish. Cardinal. <laughs> no. Blue Jay. No. Uh, uh, the the Jackson 5 have a song about it. No. The bird. It's about the bird. This is his first name, too. Uh, Here's the word. Oh, my gosh. Um, smooth Criminal. What's the no, bird? No. It's... Let's review the facts. Okay, 1975. Sorry. Youngest or teenager to hit... A home run on, a home opening, run on day. opening day. Opening day. His first name is a bird. Jackson 5 have a song about this bird. He rocks in the treetop. That one? Hummingbird. No. My. Rock and my mom owl. right now, she's going to be upset what? that I don't know the name yeah, of the what's, song. Yeah, okay, what's the bird? Well, then I just. Robin. Is he going to give it away? Yes. His Robin. name's Robin Yunt. Yeah, I don't know. I would never got that. I don't think anybody would have ever heard of him. How do you spell Yunt? Uh, Y-O-U-N-T. Yount? Yeah. Yount. Yount. Yaunt. 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 Like oh, sorry. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> Dinger like, hitter. Yeah. Matt, what do you he think just, this guy looks like? Let me check. Man. He looks like Larry Bird almost. Yeah, honestly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a legend. This oh, guy. wow. That's some lettuce. Get, get his jerseys now. Yeah. That's this a guy's, stash. He had like lettuce when he was 16 and he has lettuce when Yeah, he no, I'm getting that jersey. Look at I, I need it. Look at that picture. Oh. He's uh, tell me, Tell me that man didn't get the ladies. That's an athlete, right? All right, so I do have some baseball With questions. Handlebar mustache? That's <laughs> dibs, on the, dibs on the jersey. Pat already called it for you. I actually said get the jerseys, so technically Peggy called it. But anyways. Peggy, are you going to get that jersey? Uh, no, probably you not. Gotta get, I, just kidding. Get I'm one getting one, matching get this, for like, all of us. This like, teal blue Brewers <laughs> jersey. With, like, the yellow. With no buttons, it's just like a pullover. Yeah, no, that, that, that looks like. All right, go ahead, Max. All right, so... Uh, what is like the importance of opening day for MLB teams? Like, is there any significance to the rest of their season, or just exciting for the fans? It's just exciting for the fans. It's just like it's like the mark of when people are like, "Oh, baseball's back," and then we get like thirty games in, and then like the real average fans kind of wean themselves off, and like the real dedicated fans keep watching. Um, but it's it's just like the start of the season, I guess. I feel like even the dedicated fans have their struggles. Yeah, of, I yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like I love baseball, but like. A little bit before the All-Star break, I'll kind of slow down. And then a little bit after, like during the dog days of the summer, I'll kind of slow down and catch a game when it's on. But I'm not going to sit down and watch every single game. Yeah, like I, I think it's... it's That's just not realistic. Kind of one of those things like baseball trying to make themselves relevant again. Yeah. And they just like to get people real hyped. Plus, there is like a nice like atmosphere around baseball. What, a, what I mean, at least around here, like... The weather's starting to get nicer. Hopefully, it stays a little nicer. So you kind of feel like when you see baseball, you think of summer. So I think it's just like yeah. an inter- it, it's an introduction into summer. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. 
Okay. Okay. So next question. I've always wondered this because I don't really understand how I would determine it if a ball coming at me fast. What would I do? Um, if you're a player, like, how do you determine whether or not to hit a ball for it to like count as a ball or a strike? Like, if you're at bat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just reaction. I don't really know. It's yeah. I don't really think so. There's no trick to like being like, all right, I'm not gonna swing at this. No, it's literally. There are like certain mind games where you can think like, like, oh, it's 0-2. He's he's gonna try to throw something outside to get me like. Yeah. Like there are like little like kind of. Yeah. yeah. If you dive like deep deep into it, you might know like the pitcher's tendencies. Like if he throws, if he like goes fastball, fastball, curveball, then maybe you're expecting a curveball. But other than that, it's just you got like 0.5 seconds to decide. Yeah, I would say I would say at the MLB level, they definitely do scouting reports to that level of where they're like, he's gonna throw a fastball on his third pitch due to because he throws it eighty percent of the time, or something like that. But like us being just like I don't know, I mean yeah. like literally to like eighth grade baseball, and most of the time I was just swinging for the fence. Yeah, no, like in high school, like you're you're strictly just guessing. Like there are like general tendencies, like you know, like if there are two strikes on you, he's probably not gonna throw one down the middle, so you're gonna have to like. Maybe reach for one, but other than that, you're just guessing. Okay. That's probably why I struck out so much in high school. <laughs> um, and then my last question. Um, so I've my assumption is the most like the two most common pitches are a fastball and a curveball. Um, anything? What's the difference between them? I don't know. Fastball and curveball. A yeah. Curveball. It's like literally what it says. Like a fastball is like fast and straight with like real sometimes when you're really good there's real subtle movement mm. but it's supposed to just be straight a curveball like curves down so they like throw it upward yeah so bad radio like when you throw a curveball mm. like a fastball you just throw uh-huh. and a curveball you like snap your wrist and like the rotation makes all right, it so kind of like swing down okay it's all physics yeah I love physics. The, the uh, All right, angle that, of the dangle. And that would conclude Peggy's Corner. There we go. That's Peggy's Corner Baseball Edition. Tune in next week where we don't know what sport will be next week, or do we? No, we do not. All right, we'll figure it out next week. Surprise. That was Peggy's Corner in Peggy's quest for thirst or quenching the thirst of her knowledge. Um, we're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we'll dive into the baseball talk for the next couple of hours, hour and a half or so. Uh, when we then we'll hit some basketball talk, get to March Madness, wrap up the program from there. For the next two and a half hours, we'll be with you. We got new music coming up for you. Group love, remember that night, ninety point five W E R. The primetime sports guys on ninety point five W E R G. Ninety point five W E R G here with the primetime sports guys show. My name is Matt Fosnock. To my left, we got Dom Goldbach. Sup. And to my right, we got Pat Steele. Hola. We got Joey Cox allegedly joining us soon. He has class at 6 o'clock. Says he'd be here, but you never He's know. not here. He had class at 6 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Till when? Uh, he said he'd be here around 6.45. Okay. You all right? There's three yeah, tacos no, sitting here. I'm sorry. I do have a... <laughs> yeah. uh, no, There's no, three tacos fine. sitting here for him. If he's not here by 7.05, I'm taking a bite. Okay. I, I'm not even going to talk. I like that. I respect that. And I'm going to blame it on Pat because he can't defend himself. As I said, it's 15.45. It's baseball season, the best time of the year, uh, until we get a little bit bored of it, and then the All-Star game kicks up, and then we get real excited for it, and then we realize that there's still, like, 80 games left, and then it turns into that the uh, what was formerly known as I just got back from the pool and there's a baseball game on, and now it's I just got home from work and there's a baseball game on in the summer. Uh, so 
it is baseball season for the next couple of months. Uh, I I kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the show. I th- really think that this is one of the best years to get into it, and I know I kind of say it every year, um, but it is progressing towards becoming like a. The players are starting to kind of get like a personality and understand like a social media personality. Um, I talked it's, about it it's last. It's becoming week. less boring from the outside. Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, the NFL has the drama. You got all the personalities because the, the clubs are not tiny, but you you get the personalities of at least five or six guys on a team. And then a couple linemen here and there, or on on offense, and then on defense, the same situation. Um, with baseball, it's tough to like. There's really no face of baseball. It's tough to kind of make a name for yourself in baseball because you can't really, you can't really take over a game of baseball the way you can take over like a basketball game or even a football game. Because um, I mean, you only get so many opportunities. I was just gonna say, I don't, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be you know the old man mm-hmm. in the studio, but like, it's genuinely a team sport. Yeah. Like, you need nine good players on the field. And I think that's what's so hard, like, not not to knock any NBA fan, but sometimes you can pick out one or two players from each team, and you're like, oh, okay, like, I, I, I know, like, that's going to be a good team. But, like, you really have to, like, know baseball. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't consider myself a true baseball fan. I, don't, I know about the Pirates because they're my favorite team. Yeah. I probably could. There's probably, out of the 30 teams, there's probably 15 that I – would struggle to name two players on each team. Yeah. Like I, I'm not. So it, it's tough because if you don't know a bunch of players on a team, it's really hard to follow. Well, that's what we were just talking about. Uh, Pat and I were saying because we we're we're gonna do our predictions and we we're we we're just kind of talking about how like if you don't follow baseball all the time, it, it is tough because I mean there's nine there's nine dudes who play defense and then there's a bench and then there's a bullpen and then there's the prospects who come in and out all the time and then yeah. dudes are going to the DL or what is it now the IL or something like that the injured list or yeah uh people are i are yeah in and off of that um so it is tough and especially with like how how there's no salary cap in baseball when like the big market teams i mean like the yankees and like the red Sox, you could probably name like five six players but if you're just an average fan like if i were to say if someone were to hold a gun to my head and say hey name three players on the baltimore orioles yeah no probably probably not probably not happen Pets. You need a drink. Pat's getting frustrated. But yeah, it, so and I, a couple of weeks ago we talked about it too. And I mean, baseball really isn't meant to be like a sexy game. Like it's just no. In its purest form, baseball is just like the purest sport out there. I think. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 it's, just, it's, it's been able out of the four major sports. Well, hockey's kind of its own entity. We've had that conversation yeah. before, where like uh, hockey has like its core, and like yeah. that's just its core. But like. We'll say between baseball, football, and basketball, the MLB has remained as close to the same over the years yeah. as, like, the NFL has progressed to what it is now. Big mm-hmm. contracts, big money, big faces, big egos. Mm-hmm. And the NBA is... A little bit of the same. A little bit of the same. Yeah. You know, big... I mean, there's only... Of course, there's only five players on a team, and one player... One player is a team, essentially, mm-hmm. in, in, in the NBA. One player is a team, and... You don't really have that in baseball, and I think that's what makes baseball yeah. interesting to some and extremely boring to others. I mean, even even like you take a team like the Orioles, who's in one of the better divisions in baseball, if if not the best division in baseball, and they're still going to win sixty games. Yeah, like it's not like they're going to go ten and one hundred and fifty two. Right, like, right. They're, gonna, they're still going to win sixty games. I mean, every like I was watching. Who did the? Yeah, the, they played the Yankees today. Yeah, and they were up like six two. I was like, oh well, they're playing the Yankees, and then like. The next when they play either tomorrow or Saturday, yeah, probably win. Orioles are probably gonna win. Yeah, like it's just I, that's that's what's interesting to me. Yeah, 
and I think that's what keeps it interesting for me too. Is there's no like, I mean, it's gonna all even out by the end. Like it's gonna be the Yankees, yeah. the Red Sox, or the Astros. But it's not like in the NBA where the Warriors are just gonna take over and win it yeah, every year, yeah. or the Patriots or something like that. Like right. it's, it's always right. different. And, it, and, and there's always those fun, fun rookie stories that come. Like Trevor Story, we were talking yeah. about a few years ago. Like that was a, such a cool story to follow. Even yeah. though the Rockies didn't really do anything. Yeah. Um. Because it's such a long season. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I finally can talk here at least a little <laughs> bit. So um, to kind of go off of some of the things I heard you say, uh, so we're going to backtrack even past. Yeah. But um, I like the comment you made about like certain like players. It has to be a team sport because like at the end of a basketball game, you're giving it to Kobe Bryant. At the mm-hmm. end of a baseball game, if you're in the bottom of the ninth and your seven, eight, nine guys are up, like, yeah. it's right. not like the number four guy, like the number three or the Mike Trout can just say, you know what, I'm actually going to come yeah. in and hit right yeah. now. Like, and you draw, can't, draw a playoff for Mike Trout. <coughs> yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't so, put your, your best defender on the person with the ball. Like, no. If you have all, a liability all eight at guys behind base and you. everyone's hitting towards right. second base. All eight guys behind you have to be your best defender because you don't know where that ball's going. So yeah. it's... Yeah, and like I said, that's what makes it extremely exciting for some and extremely boring for yeah. for other people. And I get it. I under, like. I oh no, I definitely get it. The people like, who don't I, enjoy baseball, I, I never I, fight with people when they say that baseball is boring. No, I don't either. <laughs> I never refute that. Um, but what I was getting to at the beginning was that that the MLB is is starting to kind of understand that like, hey, like like the ratings are fine. Ratings are still going up. Like the money's still there in baseball. Obviously, you saw with all the contracts that. Yeah, the, money, the money's pretty good when you're given $400 million contracts. Yeah, I think, I I think mean, they're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even as a whole, like, the the Players Association and all that stuff, they're, they're starting to realize that, like, these dudes need to, like, start marketing themselves. Like, Mike Trout, uh, I forget, someone was saying, honestly, it was probably part of my take again, but even, it was just a whole... <laughs> oh, we're 52 minutes in. Uh, you, you, you made a subconscious... No, I didn't say it, though. <laughs> okay. 52 minutes in a mentioning part of my take, but... Uh, they did uh, kind of mention about like when Mike Trout signed his deal for what was it twelve years four hundred mm-hmm. plus million, mm-hmm. and like it, it just didn't even make like a big splash just because it was mm-hmm. Mike Trout and that's just like how he rolls. The, which it should have because when was the last athlete in the modern era that signed a twelve year contract? Yeah. Well, I, like honestly, play, the last person I can think of with a contract that long was Alex Rodriguez with the yeah. um, Yankees right. going. Yeah. Like that's the other thing with baseball is like you can sign twelve years players, and they and they stay. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, generally, unless you're. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton didn't stay, but yeah, a lot of them like Bryce Harper signed that. He he has a no trade. Yeah, so like he legitimately wants to stay there until he no, retires. And that's so, crazy. Like, that's, I mean, that's. I like that. And like this like, this <laughs> season on the other end of it, this season Aaron Judge is even making a million dollars. He's making seven hundred thousand. For real? Yeah, because he's still on his rookie contract. It's because he's like, not good. Think about that with like <laughs> baseball players, though. The loyalty there, because like think about it. Like I'm not. I am picking on him because I don't like him. But like it's okay. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like dude, the dude can't even commit to a longer contract right. than one year yeah. with the war. Like every year he goes into free agency and just signs and another one year ask about his free to the Warriors and then gets really mad. Like why are you asking me if I'm going to New York? Cause you keep on just every year. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not yeah. like you, you, the max is what five years for a super max and then four years for a regular car. Co- you can't even say four years. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Baseball players go for 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
a big thing that I like that I, I did talk about a couple weeks ago. Is Pat, your, your raspy voice is making me think my voice is raspy and making me feel like I need to keep clearing my throat. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do about it. Okay. I want to talk sports, but I might have to go home early. <laughs> um, Alex Bregman for the Astros, the third baseman, he started a YouTube channel. And I have, I don't like, it's not that I don't like the Astros, but it's not that I like the Astros. Uh, there's really not anything tying me to the Astros, but I've become a huge fan of Alex Bregman just because of his YouTube channel. Uh, and the same thing with Trevor Bauer. He's been starting to post a lot more on Twitter. He he has started this momentum company that he called uh, where it's just like telling kind of player stories through like video. And I it's it's cool to me because it gives those guys a personality. And I, again, wasn't a fan of Trevor Bauer's game. I mean, I was a fan of his game, but I wasn't a Trevor Bauer fan, I guess you could say. And now that I've seen like his personality – and he's just a normal dude, and like he's yeah. like a guy you'd want to hang out with. Like it's pretty cool. Like it's, it seems like something that I'd like Someone to see to more of happen. Yeah. So like I don't I don't have I don't have a team in the AL, but like I'm rooting for Trevor Bauer. I'm rooting for Alex Bregman just because I've seen their personalities and they just seem like dudes I'd want to hang out with. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it just seems it's just a cool step in the right direction for the MLB, and I think it's only going up from there. Um, and I mean, did you guys see the Let the Kids Play commercial that they had? No, no was it good? Yeah, so I'm gonna look it up. It was like a big press conference with like a huge table, and it was like some of like the biggest stars, like like Mike Trout, uh, Bregman, Jose Altuve, like Stanton and Judge, all those dudes just kind of just hanging out, talking like like just let us play, let us let us figure out. There's no drama. We're just gonna go play baseball, and it's become kind of like a cool movement in the MLB that like they are just a bunch of kids really playing and then there's some of like the old timers who are still just kids trying to just have fun and play baseball and that's really what it comes down to and it's raw's form is it's just baseball it's just a, yeah. a game of baseball and just some dudes <clears throat> playing baseball uh and that's what i think i like about it the most is there's no there's no antonio brown drama there's no lebron drama there's they, no they got the the vince carter mentality just in it for exactly, the game exactly vince carter never you know what i mean like he's always just been playing yeah. still plays to this day just that's why he's because he loves it that's why he's coming back next year because he's, yeah, he's there he, for the game he who does he play it. for now he plays for the hawks right now i don't know does why does he pl- like play oh he like, gets minutes he, oh really slam he started at the beginning of the season what is he 42 i'd say 3 42 43 we're actually going to talk about the Hawks a little bit right. once my... Uh, that heard that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, go to the top of the hour. We come back. Hopefully um, the Pirates are still playing baseball when we come back. Yeah, that's think, true. There's, there's two guys on, be. two outs. I'm going to flip my phone over because the stream is a little uh, behind my phone notifications, so I don't want <laughs> to call it there. You know, uh, I'll just ruin it for we'll you. We'll go to a quick break. I got a weird baseball stat for you because those are back now, and I'm I'm a fan of those. It's a, it's a sport full of them. Uh, we'll, we'll recap some of the games so far just briefly. Uh, and then we'll get our predictions um, for the divisions, the wild card, and a World Series predictions. Our way too early World Series predictions. Talk what's most likely to happen. Highlight some key players. We're going to hit the over-unders on each of our teams and then a couple notable teams. And then we'll preview our teams. And then we'll wrap up the baseball talk there. But for now, here is Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers for real. 90.5 WERG Primetime Sports Guys Show. 90.5 WERG. The boys are huddled behind me. We're watching the Pirates. Uh, 2-2, or if you're listening to the stream, you're probably a little bit behind. If you're listening in the car, I think it's live. Uh, Base is loaded. Pirates are down two. Two strikes, two outs. Tough. So we're, we're just going to we're we're chill. And the we're boys gonna, are sweating a little bit. We didn't right collect now. our thoughts because we're sweating. Gonna, it's game one. I'm going to not lie to you guys. I'm not sweating at all. Yeah. I'm sweating. My palms are. Did the Indians play today? Yeah, they lost. Did they? <laughs> yeah, they uh, lost. To what, Did the they twins? Twins? Twi- or, yeah, the twins? Yeah, twins. Cool. All right. 
Corey, Corey Dickerson's up to bat. They lost 2-0. They walked the bases loaded. You should do color. No. Yeah. You should do. We do. Ooh, I'm <laughs> he's staying alive. Baseball's not boring. Baseball is not boring. How many does he get before he's out? How many fouls? Yeah, I know. Uh, he's, well, he's if he's playing three. kickball, he'd get one more and he'd be out. Wait, is that that's not a rule in baseball? No. Oh, no. I thought it was. I thought, <laughs> no. I thought you go to like seven. No. You can only, in, kick, in kickball, you, you get four. You can't bunt foul with two strikes. That's the only thing. Or if you tick it and the catcher catches it. Yeah. All right. Bad radio. This is horrible <laughs> Chat, radio. if you're listening, I'm sorry. This is horrible radio. But 2-2, two, two, two outs, bases loaded, down two, top of the ninth. A little nervy. Oh, my God. All right, yeah. let's just talk. He hit, another, <laughs> he hit another foul ball. I'll update. Well, well, let's do a segment. Okay. What's so I got a weird baseball stat for you because I'm into those things, and I, I saw a cool one. Uh, and it's very topical with Ichiro, with Ichiro Suzuki uh, retiring recently. Um, I saw a weird baseball stat. I mean, we all know Ichiro is one of, if not the best hitters of all time in, in pro baseball, yeah. both across and on the pond, not on the pond, across the pond and on, on our side of the pond. Uh, hang on, the pitch is about to come in. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. Okay. Ichiro Suzuki. So he's a career above 300 average hitter. Uh, he could go 0 for 362. He could not get a hit in his next 362 at-bats, and he'd still be above 300. That's a wild stat. Even more absurd, Tony Gwynn could go 0 for 1,180 and still be above 300. That's a crazy stat. That is. All right, here's the pitch. I could Uh-oh. hit. Uh-oh. I could get a hit. Oh, <laughs> Another foul. I could, get a, I, could, I could see 100 at-bats get a hit each time, and I still hey. don't think my like lifetime average would be <laughs> yeah. over 300. I think I hit, like, 250 in high school. Not bad. I don't know what... I think my mom kept it. But I also think those numbers, defensive. mom, if you're listening, I also think those numbers were maybe fabricated a little bit because, like, I'm sure she tossed me a few hits when it was an error. I'm <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, that was a, oh, that was a walk. That was a good walk. I'll give him a hit for that. So, Mary Beth, that was foul. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even on base. <laughs> Thanks, mom. 2-2 right, two, two as well. Two outs. Oh, God. Staying alive. Hey, He's wearing them down. Ten pitch at bat. This might be the worst at bat to, to do radio coverage on. Um, but yeah, so Ichiro could go over 362 in his next 300 at bats, work, and he would still be above 300. And he's still he's still getting the Hall of Fame. Tony Gwynn has over 1,000 at bats. How long was Ichiro in the in the league? Like how many seasons? Did he play? How many teams? Just one. Not just the Mariners. Really? Uh, no, he played. He played the yeah the Marlins too. Marlins okay. first. I was gonna say it, I felt like there was another team other than just the Marlins. Yeah, he had like 1,500, 1,500 hits, I think, in Japan, and then 3,000-some in the U.S. The only man who could have made that type of hitting style work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll see. I mean, like even like you look at like some of the like the Korean and like the Japanese Who's baseball still, players, it's still different. Like Jung-ho and yeah. Sohei, like they have the huge leg right. kicks. I mean, still people still try to do that. Like you still see like Korean League players come over mm-hmm. and like Japanese League players come over and they try, and it just doesn't work. He just... He mastered it. Yeah, he, he I remember. Mastered it. I remember when Jung Ho first came over. Everyone said that he he's a huge leg kick, and everyone said that's like a Korean style, like batting stance, and, and it wasn't going to work. work. And it, yeah, it's working done. so far. Ultimate leadoff man, like he's yeah. ready to run. Exactly. Yeah. Really bad radio. Yeah, two two. Twelfth pitch of the at bat. Get through. And that's game. E four. Ah. Hey. Honestly, Pirates lost 161 and 1 isn't bad. Not not horrible. 
Not terrible. Not that, not that pitcher's so fired up. He pitched like he walked. Yeah. He you walked. Ooh. No, they brought him in Oof. for the last. He came in for one batter and he threw twelve pitches to one batter. That's and tough. Corey Dickerson That's is tough. not happy. I wouldn't be happy if I lost. That's the a game rough either. ball to go out on. No, like, it was. at least at least get one to the outfield. Like, yeah, after make you my fell heart off, stop for you like fell a off second. Ten pitches and then you just ground roll right into the shift. That's too. I mean, I would have made contact, but no. as I sit behind a radio and I have a big voice now, like, hey. No, I feel for him. <laughs> I feel for him. Yeah. Bounce back tomorrow. That's Baseball's a rough one. Yeah. Isn't that why we do radio, though? We have <laughs> unprecedented, like, yeah. opinions of yeah. people. Yeah, and also because we're not good enough to play, so we right. do radio. Exactly. And it's it's really just an unwritten rule. Um, all right. So let's dive into the baseball predictions. Uh, we'll, we'll hit the AL first, and then we'll hit the NL. Um Actually, let's let's do yeah. We'll do that first. All right, AL Central. We'll start with the Cleveland Indians. And oh the yeah, AL Central. Oh yeah. Um, so just kind of a little recap of last year, the AL Central standings. Cleveland Indians won it, and no other team was above five hundred. Um, the Royal the Royals were one of the worst teams in baseball, uh, fifty eight and one hundred four. Second place was the Twins at seventy eight and eighty four. Uh, the, the Indians, which we'll talk about because we're going to do kind of a preview for our teams later. The Indians lost really a lot of a lot of players, not so many key players, but some some pretty key players uh, in their rotation and their bullpen got a little messed up. But they're still the Indians. They still have a pretty solid team uh, and a team that you'd want to have. Um, so we'll just dive right into it and then give your reasoning on your team, whoever you want. Uh, the AL Central, uh, I, I'm sticking with the Cleveland Indians. Um, I just think that the the parts that they lost, I think they have enough to kind of make up for it. Uh, it might they might not be the Cleveland Indians of of old, where they kind of had their their one and two shots in in 2016, 2017 uh, with the World Series runs. Um, but I I still feel like they're the best team in that division by a mm-hmm. solid 10, 15, 20 mm-hmm. games. Um, I mean, each team got a little bit better, but it's just. The fact of the matter is, is that the AL Central is is one of the worst leagues in baseball, and I think if it, or divisions in baseball, I'm just throwing it out there. It's statistics, <laughs> it's facts. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna roll with the Indians, and then we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. And it's tough making predictions now because it's such a freaking long season. Yeah. That there's there's gonna be injuries. There's gonna be there's gonna be crazy stuff that happens. Um, and I mean, the Twins got Marvin Gonzalez, uh, Jonathan Shoup. Like they have. They have started to kind of put the pieces together, um, but it's it's hard to make kind of a turnaround like that whenever you, you, you're about 10 games under 500, and it's it's tough to try to win a division after that um, in just a year's time, especially with all the offseason junk that went on, yeah. and they really didn't make any like huge name signings. But So they're putting it back together, and they're going to work with that for what they have. Um, so I'm going with the Indians in the AL Central. Um, uh, yeah, no, go. No, you want me to go? Yeah. Okay, I am also going with the Cleveland Indians for obvious reasons, you know, being a fan. Um, But the one thing that I think uh, everyone should be on notice about the Cleveland Indians is that they debatably have the best uh, pitching rotation in baseball. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's that. regardless, I mean, whether Lindor is playing well, you know, getting on base, like any of their hitters, Tyler Naquin, if he is doing well, all of them, even if they're not hitting, if our pitchers are shutting teams out, we're always going to be in a ball game. Mm-hmm. And so I think our pitching is enough to get us um, at the least division. the division. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to make any promises for a playoff. Like, 
in terms of playoffs, but I think that being in a weaker division and having a good uh, pitching rotation are two elements that'll uh, get us that division title. And I mean, like you said, I think it really is going to be a lot dependent on like Corey Kluber at the, as the ace of that rotation. I mean, Trevor Bauer and just like Carlos Carrasco and Clevenger and Bieber, like they're yeah. they're going to get theirs. And if they no, they are they pitched well last year, and Bieber kind of came onto the scene, and he's their fifth guy, so. Uh, so they're tough every single night. Mm-hmm. You know? And people forget, Dom, the Indians acquired uh, Jordan Luplo and Max Moroff from the Pirates. Uh, I was just looking at some, some rosters. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where Josh Harrison went. The Tigers. Uh, he's with the Tigers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to stray from the pack. I do like Terry Francona, though, mm-hmm. as a, as a yeah, manager. Yeah, good manager. Um, I'm going to pick the Chicago White Sox as a sleeper. Okay. Yuck. Because I know. Um, I'm looking at their roster right now, and I don't know anyone on their roster but their director of uh, or their head head medical advisor um, for the team his name is Mike Reinold he's a physical therapist from Boston and I'm currently trying to get a rotation at his clinic in Boston so if he's listening I assume he's listening to the show Um, just trying to get some brownie points always networking a okay. uh, big White Sox guy, yeah. Mike. So please, I think, I think we're please, seeing history right please, now. Please give me a job. The uh, the first time ever anybody on radio has ever chose a team that they don't know a single player on to win a division. Yes, uh, that's a bold move. But I actually, do like your you strategy. Do know, please hire me. You please do know give a player me a job. on the White Sox. Ivan Nova is with the White oh, Sox. Oh, okay. So okay. I mean, yes. I'm just just throwing that out there. Someone hire me. Um, Someone hire me. Anyone. Anyone. All right, we're actually going to hit Mike Reynolds. We're going to hit our, uh, another quick break uh, to get to the fifteen forty five. And then we'll have about a half hour uh, to discuss the divisions. Each division will dive through the rest of the AL. Um, so we went Indians, Indians, and Don went the White Sox because yes. he wants to get a job. So that's how much we know about sports. Blink-182, first date, 90.5, WERG, listening to the Primetime Sports Guys show. The Primetime Sports Guys on 90.5, WERG. Welcome to the program, diving into the AL Divisions, making our two early predictions just to kind of have it on record. Um, we did the AL Central. Myself and Pat picked the Indians for a good reason, more than likely. And Dom picked the Chicago White Sox because he wants a job. So all good reasons around there. Um, we'll dive into the AL West. Um, some An update from, from last year. The AL West standings were as follows. The Astros won 103 games, 103 and 59. They made a deep run in the playoffs. A's won 97-65. The record was 97-65. I'm still looking at the scores of the baseball games. Mariners were 89-73. Angels were 80-82. Rangers were 67-95. Probably one of the most competitive divisions in baseball. Uh, Just top to bottom. I mean, the Astros have been kind of one of the top-tier teams uh, in the AL the last couple years. They've just been a little overshadowed now that their, their World Series ring has kind of not been forgotten but it's been pushed to the side now that the yankees have uh, stocked up and so have the red Sox. um but the astros i mean are still the astros they still kind of have that main uh core of players from the world series team and they kind of added so they're one of those teams who can win now and they can also win in the future um as long as carlos correa is still healthy they still have jose altuve alex bregman yasmani Guerrero. they picked up michael brantley um george springer josh reddick so in, in the rotation, they just signed Justin Verlander long-term. Garrett Cole picked up Wade Miley. Uh, so they're they're pretty deep, and they're deep uh, one through nine. Uh, and 
even their pitchers can hit when they need to. Hashtag pitchers who rake. Garrett Cole, he can rake. We've seen it before. Uh, you just got to give him a chance. So the AO West, um, the A's, honestly, I think the A's can make a run for the Astros' money uh, offensively and defensively. The only thing kind of holding them back is they're starting pitching, and they really didn't do a whole lot um, pitching-wise uh, to kind of make make a run. I think the A's are kind of one of those teams where they were bad a couple years ago, and now they have a team of a bunch of dudes who, if you're not a big baseball fan, odds are you probably haven't heard of more than two or three of these guys because um, they're all young and they're starting to make names for themselves. Uh, but I, I'm still going to stick with the Astros. I think this is the Astros' year. I think that they're they're building up for – they've been building up the last couple of years to make another run at the World Series. Um, and uh, they, they even had a run at it last year. Uh, and it was just kind of they kind of ran into a, a brick wall of teams that in the AL that were just all potential World Series contenders. So I'm gonna stick with the Astros. Um, I don't really think anyone in the division can compete with them. Uh, I think there's people who can get close, but I don't really think they're gonna be able to top them. So I'm gonna go Astros in the AL West. Dom, Pat. Uh, okay, so I'm kind of I'm I'm torn. Okay, I'm really torn between. So Joey's sitting next to me. I wanted to say the Angels. I don't know. Um, you know who I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Now I'm looking at the Mariners. And the Mariners might be sneaky. They might be sneaky. D. Gordon. I like D. Gordon. Encarnacion. He's kind of older, but he's not bad, right? No. I mean, he just he just got run over Mike from League. the Indians. Yeah. Rest in peace, Pat. Sorry here. I think... I think I'm gonna sit. I think I'm gonna sit on the Mariners. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair. Like they, they've definitely they've gotten better from last year. It's just yeah, like, and they made some pickups. Yeah, that so. division is just about as competitive. And as And they weren't. I mean, they finished behind the Astros, who had 100 wins, mm-hmm. and the Athletics, who had 97 wins. Yeah. I mean, they had 89. They were one game from 90. I'm, I'm sitting on the Mariners. Okay. I like that. Pat. Um. Or do you want to go? Yeah, you go. Um, I like the Mariners. I, I do just because I've always liked the Mariners. Um, I always have hope good for reason. them. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's a good reason. It I, is. I literally picked the White Sox because I want a job. So, look at that. Better than that. But I am gonna go with the Astros just because. I mean, Bregman's got some swag. Yeah. Like uh, like Foz said, and then can never count out Jose Altuve. So I I just like the Astros. They've been good for the past few years. So I'm gonna keep it rolling. Joe, sorry, uh, I got the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Okay. Why them? Why, is why that? are you Why are you picking them? That's my childhood team, man. So you just said you, you can even just swallow your pride once. Here's the thing: I grew, taco. I grew up right right down the street, uh, fifteen minutes away from the stadium. Actually, probably. 20. Wait, you're from California? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so uh, that's my squad. Okay, and, I mean. Uh, it's one of those things. I'm like, you guys know I'm a Cowboys fan, so we're irrational at times. Um, and I'm going to be an irrational Angels fan this year. And I don't think it's too irrational, to be honest with you, because when you have a guy like Trout in your lineup, and we have like an okay pitching staff coming back this year, and uh, if Otani can stay healthy, and those two guys, when those two guys are on your roster, you have chances to, to win – Mm-hmm. Any game you're in, mm-hmm. um, I really like our shortstop. I think our outfield's pretty solid. I hope Cole Calhoun can 
kind of pick it up this year. Um, he had he struggled at the plate last year, uh, which was really frustrating because the year before that he was really good. Yeah. Um, so if our if our lineup can hit effectively, which they usually do, and then also we can get some solid games out of our pitching, like I th- I think there's a chance to win the division. I know the Astros are like really good the favorite yeah. and they're really good but I just think the Angels actually do have a chance I'm not necessarily just saying that hot, Hi, uh, hot take go ahead Astros crash this year what what grounds uh, Altuve gets hurt Bregman goes into a slump and they crash okay break that down um, break that down first game of the season Joe at one point Mike Trout was one for three with a walk and everybody else was two for 22 with three walks so they're in midseason form you could say yeah, yeah. for sure um, What's the score of that game? Did, did that end? Uh, yeah, I think it's over. I'll check. Uh, so you're going Angels, mm-hmm. Mariners, Mariners, Dom, Pat, Mariners? No, I'm going Astros. You're going Astros. Uh, and I am going with the Astros as well. Uh, I'm looking up the Angels' score. They lost 4 nothing to the Oakland A's. But hey, just game one. Listen here. <laughs> It is a long season. There's a lot of baseball to be as, played. I mean, the Pirates lost today too. So, as so usual, one, 161 is not 161 and one is not that bad. It it'll get you into the playoffs on most occasions. That would be the best record ever. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on to the AL Central or the AL East. Sorry, uh, probably one of the most competitive top to bottom divisions. Uh, in baseball, but they're also really, really top-heavy. Um, so it kind of skews uh, the records there. I mean, the Orioles you can kind of shoe off. But other than that, I mean, the Blue Jays expect to be competitive this season, uh, and so do the Rays. I mean, the Rays won 90 games last year. It kind of was reminiscent of that, what was it, 2013, I believe, NL Central, Dom, when, when the Pirates, Cubs, and Cardinals all won, like, 95-plus games. Yeah, the They'd, three best teams in the major league was yeah. in the – and Central. Central. Yeah. And, yeah, it was, uh, what, it went Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates. Yeah. Uh, so my, I'm going with the Red Sox in the East because I really, I mean, you take the World Series team and they really haven't changed much, if at all, um, coming into this season. They still have all of their veteran players, I guess you could say veterans, even though a lot of them are young, uh, returning. And, I mean, they still got some of the best players in, in Mookie Betts, Jackie Bradley Jr. Like, those, those guys can... They can play, and they're starting rotation. Chris Sale, David Price, Rick Porcello, Nate Evaldi. Um, it's it's all there. They have all the pieces. It's just they got to avoid the injury bug and that kind of slump uh, that seems to happen after <laughs> World Series. But they're still the same team from last year, just with a little bit more experience, and the pressure's off. I think a big thing in baseball is whenever a team finally gets that World Series, especially a team like the Red Sox, they get a World Series, and then they're expected really – Expected to win another one, I guess, but if they don't, it's like, hey, we won one last year. It's not a huge deal. So they got the pressure off, and they're kind of gunning for the the back-to-back champs. So I'm going with the Red Sox and the AL East. AL East, I am going to go with the New York Yankees. Okay. Um, I mean, like you said, this is honestly, I mean, maybe you can make a case for other teams, but I truly do think that this is just between the Yankees and the Red Sox. And um, overall, I think that the Yankees just have a roster that could really snap off at any time and go on a hot streak. I mean, how many how many games did the Red Sox beat them out by last year? 
Do what, beat the Yankees? Eight games. Eight games. Eight games. Yeah. I mean, see, that's like, honestly, we, we like we said, it's 162 games. Yeah, eight, eight games, games is not is much. Enough. Yeah. It is not much. And so I think that the Yankees will edge them out this year. Don? I don't like, I don't like picking back to back, but I don't, that Red Sox team is just so much fun to watch. I can't, like, that's, I mean, we talked about the AL East is such a heavy top to bottom other than the Orioles, but, like, the Red Sox is, is I mean, they're one of the best teams I've ever seen top to bottom. Yeah. Like, every single player on their team, it seemed like, at every position was one of the top players at their position, not just in the AL, but yeah. in the league. So, I'm trying to stay woke on this show, but I, I Red yeah. Sox. I mean, Red it's Sox. tough, too, because, I mean, the Yankees were really good last year too and they they kind of started real slow um and i don't i think now that they got a year under their belt with the stanton and judge era um i think that they they can kind of get that behind them and, and start to kind of be the team everybody expected um and with luke volt luke voigt too kind of coming on the scene now just mashing homers uh he had a home run today he's just a a, a unit, as they yeah. say, it's it's so hard to go back to back in the MLB. Yeah, I think if there's a team that's able to go back to back, yeah, I think it's this. Red Sox I just team. my basis is that I mean they won the World Series last year and then the same exact team, and I think that they were the best team in baseball by a lot last year. I don't think anybody got better than them in the off season. So it's just up to how they play, which I mean I guess it always is, but it's up it's up to them. It's their World Series to lose, I guess. You yeah. Say. Oh yeah. That's um, a good way. Joe? Good way to put it. Uh, the Orioles. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think I'll, I'm going to go with the Yankees, too. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even know why, because I think... Are we like, writing, I want to I write In my heart down. of hearts, the yeah. Red Sox are going to win the division. But I don't know. I just have this weird feeling about the Yankees. Okay. All right. Those boys in pinstripes can play ball, man. It definitely feels like a, a Yankee year, just because I feel like it's been a little bit. Yeah, for real. Um... All right, we'll dive into wild card predictions if, if you guys can, if we want to do that. Um, I'm going my two wild cards. I'm going the Yankees and the A's. Uh, when we kind of bounce back, <clears throat> excuse me, to the the West, uh, I think the A's are going to give the Astros the most trouble, um, and I think it's all dependent on their, their starting Wrong. pitcher. <laughs> I, I do like the Angels, um, especially like you said with Otani. I think if he can come back and be healthy all year, he's he's a different guy who. Because whenever he's not pitching, he can hit and produce. And whenever he's pitching, yeah. whenever he's pitching, he produces on the mound too. So if he's when fine. he's pitching, you have a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. And all like when he's hitting, like he's maybe good for a knock a game. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like it's so crazy how he's so good at both. Yeah, must be nice. It, um, it is. But the Yankees, the Yankees are going to scratch the Red Sox. I think at the top of the division, so they'll get in the playoffs. And then I think the A's. Will be the next best there in the wild card. So I got Yankees A's in the wild card. If anybody wants to take it from there. Okay, I have the little bit of a flip flop from you. I have the Red Sox okay. and the Astros. Okay. If that makes sense, since I chose the Yankees and the Mariners and the Angels. Angels to that's win right, the Angels. Those divisions. Okay. So, but I think regardless, the wild cards are going to come from those two divisions. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I think that's fair too. Cause you know like, what I mean? They're so top heavy. Like one of them's bound to squeak in at oh, like a for 90, sure. with like a 95 and something record. Right. And I, I'm going to go as far to say this. If one of those Boston Red Sox or Yankees teams slips up late in the season, I wouldn't be that surprised if two 
AL West teams got in. Uh huh. Okay. Hey, there's there's a little bit of spice for your life right like there. That. A little salt bay. Yeah. Pat. So um, I'm gonna go with the Red Sox because, like I said, I mean, let, whether you like it or not, in my opinion, I do think you're gonna see. <coughs> sorry about that. Yankees and Red Sox in the playoffs. I mean. They're just too. They're too good. But I think it's gonna be Red Sox, and then I am gonna go with the Seattle Mariners. Okay. Dom. I am gonna go with the Angels and the Yankees. You got you got grounds for your argument? Or are you trying um, to find a job? Well, the Yankees, because I wanted to pick them for to win the division. Yeah, I think they're. I I mean I yeah I I would put I'm not a betting man yeah because I'm not good at it but I I mean we've kind of already covered it the Red Sox and the Yankees whichever one doesn't win the division is probably gonna get that second wild card or that first wild card spot um and then the Angels because I'm still I'm still jumping on that on my take that the Astros are gonna implode and I think the Angels are just gonna have a good year all right. Um, all right, that's it for the AL. We're going to take a quick break. We come back, we'll dive into the NL. We'll hit our predictions for the divisions there, uh, and then we'll hit our wild cards, and we'll dive a little bit more into the baseball talk. Um, but coming up next, we got Choke by I Don't Know How, but they found me. Weird band name, <coughs> but I like it. Keep rolling with it. Choke, 90.5 WERG, listen to the Primetime Sports Guys show. The Primetime Sports Guys on 90.5 WERG. 90.5 WERG, Primetime Sports Guys show. Still talking some baseball, diving into the National League. We just picked the AL uh, division winners that we think are the wild card winners, so we'll dive right into the NL Central. Uh, myself and Dominic are Pirates fans who belong in the NL Central. Um, so I'll, I'll go right into it. I think the Brewers are going to take the NL Central. I think it's going to be as stacked as ever now. I mean, it seems like every team in the NL Central, except for the Pirates, made big moves. Like the Reds got Yasiel Puig. Cardinals got Paul Goldschmidt. Huh? I said we don't need big moves. Yeah. The Brewers really didn't have to do a whole lot compared to the last season because they kind of – I mean, they picked up Mike Moustakis uh, about like with like 50 games left, if I remember correctly. Uh, and they were they were hot going into the playoffs. They were one of the hottest teams in baseball and just kind of faltered. It's another thing where their, their kind of rotation kind of got ahead of them a little bit. Um, and they didn't have the offensive firepower to back it up. But with Lorenzo Cain, Ryan Braun, and Christian Yelich, uh, as long as Yelich improves on his year last year, which I think he could, I think he's another rising star in baseball, obviously, uh, I think that they could be pretty good contenders in the NL Central. But I think that's going to be the toughest division in baseball this year, as the NL Central. Um, you want to go ahead? Yeah. Um, Realistically, Don. Like, if I say the Pirates, you're going to think I'm not being serious. Yeah, because it's not going to happen. I, I would love nothing more for the Pirates to win the division, but they're making the playoffs. They're going to squeak a wild card spot. Yeah, you're right. The Pirates. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's almost, Real, as, that's almost as bad as Joey picking the Angels because there's actually some basis behind that. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I gave you – I backed you up. I yeah, said there's right? some basis almost behind that. How is that almost as bad? Coming at me for picking my team. How is that almost as bad though? If because the Angels the has just as good. Okay, but the Angels actually have a chance. And that's what I said. Easy. The Pirates Relax. have zero chance. The Pirates Relax. had a better they record than the Angels zero last year. Chance. Yeah. I would yeah, say because zero. because the Angels just stopped trying. Yeah. I, oh no. <laughs> they told me. That's why. 
They told me they stopped trying. I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't say zero. Pirates don't need no four hundred million dollar man. We're That's good, a hot We're good take. with thirty million dollar men. Yeah. Okay. You're good. All right. Never mind. Uh, Ever hear his eighty and eighty? Division two. The Cubs. Yeah. Brewers. Cubs. Cardinals. Okay. Pirates. Reds. The Cubs. Cubbies. Cubbies. Pat. I'm going Cubbies as well. Uh, do you have any any grounds? Or you just. I mean. Because honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. It's. Not that great of a do- like this this year, but I mean overall, I mean like you could you could make the case that they have a lot of veterans on their team. Yeah. So I feel like that's either gonna help them a lot or mm-hmm. that's gonna hurt them. So like they're gonna either face that wear and tear or that veteran leadership is just gonna kind of take them through the season. Yeah, and I think the Cubs are gonna start to realize that 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 World Series team they had a couple of years ago, which is still heavily still the Cubs. Yeah. Um, outside of like Jake Arrieta and, and people like that, that it's starting to go downhill and they're starting to kind of have to figure out what they're going to do next. Now that, I mean, the Cardinals and the Reds and the Brewers are getting better and they're getting younger. Um, so they're going to have to figure it out. They got to make a move so that they don't hit like a full rebuild mode. Yeah. I feel like if there's going to be a team at this division, that's going to have to make a move at the deadline. It's going to be the Cubs, um, to make kind of that second half push. But I think, I think that's a fair pick. Um, with the Cubbies. Uh, Pat, what Pat said for me. Okay. The, the NL East. Uh, we'll give you a, a quick little recap of of last year's NL East standings. The Pat Braves. I agree on everything. By the way, God. did you know that, Matt? Yeah, I did know that. Uh, it's like the opposite of me and Dom. <laughs> the, the Braves took that division last year. Um, they had a ninety and seventy two record. Then the Nationals are eighty two and eighty. Right. Phillies blew it late, 82 and eighty two and eighty two. And then the Mets and the Marlins routed out the bottom of that division. Um, I'll start as well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Braves. Uh, they they have a lot of young talent, and they're kind of like the Astros. Like I said earlier, they're they're poised to win right now, and they're also poised to win for the next five to ten years. So they kind of had a, a down year a couple years ago, and now they're starting to pick it up um, with with Freddie Freeman and Nick Markakis, and then uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., who blasted onto the scene last year and was just mashing home runs. And then they picked up Josh Donaldson as well. Dude, you uh, ready for a fun fact about F- Freddie Freeman? Mm-hmm. My good friend from high school, that's his cousin. So It's pretty cool, right? Is he going to come on a show? Freddie? Uh, Freddie, if you're listening to this, you yeah. want to come on the show? Did you my, my one friend from college, his cousin is Cam Johnson? Well, that's, yeah, I'm friends with him, too. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all friends with him. Yeah, but no, but, yeah. So, just a little fun fact, and that's going to be why I'm picking the Braves as well, Matt. Okay. I agree with you. Thank you. He's a good first baseman. Yeah. Pat, your thoughts? Sorry, I'm, I'm cutting you off. No, you're good. Honestly, I know this is terrible radio, but like I am in the middle of watching a Sweet 16 game. What were we talking about? <laughs> the NL East. Thanks, Pat. The, the, <laughs> no, like, uh, hey, would you have rather have just made me like, you know what I mean? Pat, yeah, I guess feed them to you. That's better. Well, do you want me to feed no, the teams I, to you? No, I, I, I got, that I is it, better yeah. than you just sitting there going, uh. Yeah, like, mm, uh, well, I agree with the Freddie Freeman win. Yeah. yeah no, okay. absolutely. So you're going Braves as well? <laughs> no, I'm going Nats. Okay. I'm going Nats. All right. Even without Bryce Harper. Listen, man, I'm telling you, they don't need any Bryce Harper. Who's okay. Bryce Harper? I don't even know who that Bruce, is. Bruce Harper? Have you ever been to the Nats stadium? No, we were talking Gosh. about this uh, pre show. I've only been to one MLB stadium. Actually, two. Wow. But both of them were. Okay. Uh, Pirates Stadium. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you something about the National Stadium. One is Stadium. no longer existing. Go ahead. The cleanest baseball park I've ever been to. Nationals. Nice bathroom. The, the Nationals field. Probably because nobody goes to the games. PNC Park still has troughs. So does Heinz Field. So. You're not at a true. You're not at a true sporting venue. If you don't a see trough. a trough, yeah, I agree. But the Nationals 
Stadium is really place. nice. Went on a. I've been I've been to a lot of ballparks actually. I haven't. I, I want to. What I do you want to know about ballparks? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm just how's, kidding. How's the concession prices vary by ballpark? Are they all about the same? Uh, I'd say so. Yeah. There's some. Uh, so I'm on a quest. I'm on the a quest. Angels one is pretty expensive. I'm on a quest to hit every team's ballpark before I die, and right now I am one for thirty, and I'm 22, so I'm on pace. Uh, Wait, so you've only been to PNC? Yeah. yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to we're going to Progressive. We're planning on uh, going to the Indians game. In Progressive April. is sweet. I think. Yeah, you got you, you, are like you coming? It? Huh? Maggie got us. Maggie got Maggie got us tickets. Oh yeah. April I haven't answered that yet. April 20th. Because it's on, it's on my birthday. Maggie's right there. So, oh, that's your birthday? Mm-hmm. I did not. No, that's all right. I, I'm still figuring it out. Oh, I'm going to be in Cleveland because I'm going to be at Jimmy's house. So oh, Perfect. We come, can talk about this after ticket. the show. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, so you're going Nats? No, you went Braves. Pat went Nats. Mm-hmm. Dom. What did I? Oh, sorry, no, I, I, just put, I just put us on a little um, tangent. That's my, that's my specialty. Good sorry, reading. I zoned out. That's my specialty. Um, for the NL East, yeah. Sorry, I was also watching that uh, basketball game. Uh, the Mets. Okay. The Mets. Um, I don't know. I just Tim Tebow. I think I think they're gonna be they're gonna pull. I'm, I'm giving away my NL West pick. I think they're gonna pull the Dodgers. I think they're gonna win the division because I think they have a really good team as long as they can get rid of the injury bug that they've had basically my entire life. Yeah. Um, and you know who's but in their farm you know David system? Wright. You know David Wright doesn't play anymore, right? Yes, I'm. Okay. Yeah, I'm positive. He's starting to peel off the wall too. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, we have a fat head on we have our a wall. Fat head. Dude, right? uh, 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 I thought that was like a slang for no, something. No, he's physically peeling off of oh, the wall. Okay, at, I thought it was house. like uh, I thought. I thought that was like he's going, like he's going mentally insane no, or something no, like in his personal life. No, he's life. physically. Joey and Pat. Was, Dom, did you go with this as a Tebow game? No. <clears throat> Joey and Pat. I don't know if you remember, but uh, when we watched the Tebow game, the a dude for the. Uh, Binghamton Rumble Ponies put a ball on the Erie Insurance roof in left field, hit a home run. Uh huh. That's Pete Alonzo. He's a potential Rookie of the Year candidate this year. He's wow. First Mets. baseman with the Mets. Yeah. Honestly, an I'm NL Rookie of the Year candidate. Yeah. What Mets. position does he play? First base. Oh. I'm not gonna lie to you. Are we guys. picking rookie? Are we picking early awards? Not today. We will. We'll, we gotta stretch out the baseball content, so we'll do that next week. Okay. I really thought. That All right, I'm picking Vladdy Jr. Um, Joey and I, if we remembered seeing Tim Tebow, and I was gonna be like, wow. Of course, I remember watching Tim Tebow. Yeah, I mean, do you remember hanging out with Tim Tebow after the game? Dude, it was crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Like, honestly. Mm-hmm. I thought he hated us during the game, but then it turns out he's a super yeah. sweet man. And then he comes yeah, up to us and is like, hat. hey, you want to come back to my hotel and, like, hang out? And we're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and the crazy part about it was his hat was always slightly <laughs> it was. turned it was. to the left. Tim Tebow's got to have some sort of swagger, and he doesn't like to rock the big chain, so he just takes his hat and he's got the little signature tilt. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we'll break down the rest of the National League. We'll go over-under for some teams. I'll go to the top of the hour, and then we'll wrap it up with some basketball talk with Pat. Uh, right now, here's Imagine Dragons, Bad Liar, 90.5 WERG. Listen to the Primetime Sports Guys show. Hi, this is Mike Lang with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hey, Jensen scores. Oh, sweat my back with a hat. And you're listening to the Primetime Sports Guys on 90.5 WERG. 90.5 WERG. Welcome to the Primetime Sports Guys show. My name is Matt Fosnock. To my left, we got Dom Goldbach. Sup, Joey Cox. Joey. Pat Steele. <laughs> Hello. And Maggie Rukowski. Hi. 
Uh, we're talking National League in baseball. We just did the Central and the East. Now let's talk about the West and pick our wild card teams in the West. Uh, I'm going with the Dodgers. Uh, I, I still feel like the Dodgers are on their run, and I think they're bound to at least get one. It's just a matter of time. I mean, they've been so close time in and time out, and the Rockies have been pushing a little bit, but now that the Diamondbacks lost um, Goldsmith, uh, I, I think that that's a lost cause. Um, and the Padres got Manny Machado, but that's not going to be a 50-game swing. So uh, I'm going to go with the Dodgers uh, to win that division in the AL West. I agree. I also, as I alluded to earlier, uh, I'm also going for the Dodgers. Uh, for the NL West, but I in, by no means think that the Dodgers are going to go deep in the playoff because I think they're they're going to be they're going to have the lowest record of any divisional clinch. Okay, but they're just they're a really good in season team. Who's next? Whoever. You are. Oh yeah, I'm going to say the Dodgers too. The Padres are going to be awful as usual. I was thinking about the Rockies. I was I was flirting with the Rockies. Yeah, they got. I mean, they're always like. I think they're always like that one NL team that could like do something sneakily. I bet they're really good. Here's here's another probably <coughs> so hot take. Rockies are gonna start super hot, um, May or April through May, and then they're gonna die off in June. Doesn't that ball travel really well? Like, yeah, with the altitude, get it up in the air. Here's yeah, the hey, that's why Trevor Story hit all those home runs. That would have been. That would have been. That's why Charlie Blackman was in the MVP. What even hit the warning track at PNC? In a real ballpark. Jeez, coming at his neck. Pat, I can I concur with everything I've heard so far. Okay, I like that. Uh, Wild card, we'll dive right into it as well. Uh, My first wild card, maybe not the number one wild card, but one of my wild cards is the Philadelphia Phillies, because people are writing them off because they're saying Bryce Harper is overrated, which uh, for three hundred. $300 million a year. I do think he's a little overrated for that much money. Um, But, I mean, if you watch the game today, they have an explosive offensive lineup, uh, and Price Harper can only add to that. And people do forget the Phillies had the division lead last year, and they went 8-20 in September, and they didn't even make the playoffs because they blew it. Uh, So a year under their belt, some more experience. Uh, They added maybe the most amount of – of veteran players out of anybody in the league. They added JT Real Mito, catcher, Gene Segura, Kutch, and Who? Bryce Harper. Kutch, Andrew McCutcheon. I'm not familiar. One-time MVP. They didn't not washed. I'm not familiar. Hit a home run today. Uh, so I, I think that they're only going to get better, but I think the Braves are only going to get better too as they get older because they're all still younger. So I think they'll get the division, and the Phillies will squeak that wild card part, uh, spot. I still don't believe in the Washington Nationals, even with their, <coughs> their pitching staff. Um I, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs this year. I think they're going to be about uh, a 500 team as well as they were last year. Uh, so I'm going with the Phillies as my wild card spot. Wait, wait, did you say both your wild card spots? Oh, my, you know, no, I didn't. Good call. My second one is the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, I think that they're. I think the Cubs and the Cardinals are going to come down to it. They might even have another playing game. Uh, but I'm going with the Cardinals because. I mean, they, they picked up some key additions. They got Paul Goldschmidt, uh, and the Central was competitive, and they, they made the moves to kind of stay competitive with the Central, which a couple of teams in that division didn't do. Um, and I think just like the AL East, uh, the NL Central is bound to have at least two teams in the playoffs. So it's either going to be the Cardinals or the Cubs, but I'm going with the Cardinals. So nice. Cardinals and Phillies is my nice. wild card team. Right. I agree. Who's up? I'll go. Um, I also have the Phillies. 
uh, in the in the wild cards. But I don't think they're gonna they're gonna come close to the division. Um, but I do think that they are. I mean, I know there's no super teams in baseball, but they have some good players, and and I think they will make a run for the wild card. And then my next wild card is gonna be the Brewers because they hey, are really. Dom really, just really took good. the words out of my mouth. See, we don't always disagree. Yeah, but I, I, know I you want, want to. Disagree. I want to disagree with you at this point. But yeah, I'm gonna agree with you because, like Matt and you both said, the Phillies have that offense that um, has enough guys that can consistently put up runs throughout the season. Uh-huh. So, uh, and uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but to win baseball games, you got to put up some runs. Mm, uh, hot, hot. Yeah, big. So look that up. Make sure. Yeah, guys. Guys in the back. Okay, yeah. yeah. Confirmed. Okay, um, so I'm going to go Phillies and Brewers. Um, I think that NL Central race is going to be real close between the Brewers and the Cubs. And uh, as you know, I picked the Cubs. So Mm -hmm. um, I think the Brewers will end up sneaking that wild card spot and then probably winning the wild card. Um, So there you go, Pat. Pat, trick. Howdy ho. Um, Pardon? My picks for the uh, mm-hmm. wild card mm-hmm. are going to be uh, the Colorado Rockies and then the Philadelphia Phillies. Obviously, we can go on all day about the Phillies, but truth be told, I know they have a good team, and so there are more reasons than this, but I'm just, I truly am, even though I'm not a huge Pirates fan, I am a lifetime fan of Andrew McCutcheon. I think he's a stand up guy, and I'll cheer for him everywhere he goes. What's up? Um, so, Phillies. And then the Rockies, like we said, like we were even talking about possibly, I was right with you when you said they'd maybe win the division, but if they don't win the division, I still think that they'll sneak in the wild card. Okay. Um, Let's take it to a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll wrap up the baseball talk, and then we'll dive headfirst into basketball to finish up the show. Uh, Coming up next, we got Getting Down the Germs, Gerard Way, 90.5 WERG Primetime Sports Guys Show. From Gannon University. 90.5 WERG Erie. The Primetime Sports Guys on 90.5 WERG. And we are back on the program. Matt Fosnock lied to our viewers when um, he left and said we we're going to be talking more baseball, but I think we, uh, we covered everything we want to for this week, and we're going to have some great baseball talk ready for you guys uh, next week, so we're actually going to dive into some basketball talk. Um, obviously, it's the most amazing time of the year. You got opening day of uh, baseball, NBA's closing <coughs> in on playoffs, and then you got March Madness, um, even though March has not been that mad this year. Um, That's true. What do you guys so far... Think of the tournament. Just overall opinions. Predictable. Predictable? I wouldn't say predictable. All chalk? But, um, you know what? There's been some, like, as far as upsets go, I would say the upsets have been the most predictable. Yeah. Ones. You know what I mean? Like, Like Oregon. A lot of people had Oregon. I like to see a two seed. I just like to see a two I, I seed honestly, go down by now. I could have said UC Irvine. I don't think <clears throat> it was so predictable. Like, That's I, true. That's true. A lot of people, a lot of people were high on UC Irvine though. Really? Like a lot of people were like, uh, I want to take UC Irvine, but maybe I won't." Like mm. you know, and then it happened. And like um, the Murray State twelve five. A lot oh, yeah, of people had yeah. that one. Um, and and I think a lot of people like 
knew that Murray State wouldn't make a run, but they were going to probably win that first game against Marquette. Um, I think this Tennessee-Purdue game is shaping up to be something that not a lot of people predicted. Uh, Purdue's up 13 uh, almost with three minutes left in the half. And I mean, I had Tennessee in my Final Four, so if this shakes out the way it's looking so far, that's going to be one that I think hurts a lot of people's brackets. Um, what else could we talk about as far as upsets go? Was there? Oregon, I mean, yeah. So Oregon, a lot of people, because Oregon has been hot for what the whole month basically. Yeah. yeah. They haven't lost in like ten games. Yeah, they're playing really good basketball. And as far as like team basketball goes, I think they're playing like probably some of the best team basketball in the country because they don't necessarily have that one guy that's mm. going to carry their team like a lot of these teams do. Um, that big man for Oregon is playing out of his mind. Uh, Wooten is his name? Yeah. Wooten? Yeah, yeah he, he's, he averages like the most blocks per game in the country and he's been having a block party, as they say, uh, in this tournament. So that's been cool to watch. Um, who do they play in the Sweet 16? Oregon? Uh, Off the yeah. top? Virginia. Virginia? And I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not too high on Virginia. I think Oregon might be able don't say that. to pull that one out. Honestly, could you imagine how well Oregon would do right now if they had Bull Bull? Oh, and he was that's what I was saying too, dude. Like, they, they'd be, a, they'd be a, a higher seed. They might. I was just gonna say they wouldn't be a 12 seed with Bull. No, Bull, I mean honestly, they they could have been like if he kept on playing and then they hit this stride overall as a team. Yeah. Later in the season, there there could have been an like a possible Final Four run out of Oregon just because of how talented Bull for Bull sure. Is. And he'd be like their guy, as I oh, was yeah. saying earlier. Like they would, they don't necessarily have a guy, but he'd be their their guy, their guy. Mm. And then uh, if we are we gonna talk about that Duke UCF game a little bit? Absolutely no. I mean, that, I, that's what I was talking about. Every so we'll get into predictions for what we're about to do, but like everything in the past, like just all, all the games that happened. So yeah, UCF almost coming away. Honestly, there's no reason that they should not have won that game. To be honest, there was. I agree. Uh, UCF, the way they performed, UCF didn't deserve to win that game. And and I I don't want to bring it down to two plays, but. I'll bring it down to two plays at the end of the game when they could have closed out. One, which we already mentioned on the show, Taco Fall, instead of tr attempting to block that shot, let oh, that guy yeah. score. Taco Fell. Down. Write that down. That was good. Write that, that down. Write good. that down. <laughs> sure. Um, sure idea. Uh, he, You let that guy score. They're still up one. You inbound the ball. They get two shots because they're going to foul intentionally foul immediately, and you probably hit those two foul shots. You at least have to make them come the whole way down the court again. Um, and Wait. there was the breakaway. At the end of the game, UCF had that breakaway, and it was a two-on-one, and they lobbed it to that guy for the alley-oop. He, won, should not have tried to oop it. Like, he didn't have a handle on it, so he tried to grab it. Like, come down with it. Second of all, don't oop that. Go up. Make the – draw the foul. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that could be a three-point – it's a two-on-one. That's an easy, possible three-point play. Don't don't oop no, at yeah. the end. Of, like, that would have been electric. I almost swerved off the road when it happened. That would have been an electric. You were play. driving, watching it. Um, I think I was at red light, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so you almost swerved off the road in the passenger. We're not to talk about it. But your dog I mean, like, was that driving? comes down to Joey. My mother is listening. Um, that comes down to those two plays, and and UCF didn't know how. I mean, you don't. I don't know. 
I, ju- I think they had two chances to close out that game and they didn't. So no, they I, had, yeah, they as much a, as I wanted Duke to go down at UCF, didn't close out that game the way they should have. I just what I, I, oh, okay, go, no, go, go ahead. Pat, go. All right. Well, all I was going to say in terms of the foul, I'm a big believer that if you are going to foul someone and say like, honestly, yeah, Zion's a good foul. Thing. Zion is a good foul because he can't make free throws. Like yeah. that is his one like And fault. that was his... That was his fifth foul. No, too. yeah, exactly. So if you are going to take yourself out of the game, take I'm out. sorry, knock him so bad that take he doesn't make like hard like that. Hard, that's a hard foul right there. Take like, him out. Legal, like obviously do it legal, but like make right. sure he does. You're seven six, and maybe make this sure is, he doesn't make that basket. Maybe this is the gritty white kid in me. Well, Zion had that was, a, that was a little redundant. So, I know Zion had four fouls. Synonyms. Take the charge. Yeah. He's coming in that hard. Take the charge. But here's That's, the thing. It, and I know it, I know it's tough because it is Zion. He, he, they're probably going to give him the call. But, like, you know, that's that, that's his fifth foul plus you get the ball and they don't score. I agree, but at the same time. But when you're 7'6", you don't take charges. Exactly. You're 7'6". That's six. what I'm saying. You don't, take charges, six, you don't take charges. You don't take charges at 7'6", but also it is so easy to foul out when you're that big. Yeah. Because yeah, everyone, like, everyone's looking to call that foul on you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I if mean? He's, and here's what I will say about Zion. The fact that he had the... What can I say on the radio? Cajones. The cojones <laughs> to go in there, <laughs> down three, put that up, hit that, was amazing. Yeah. I mean, granted, no, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't make the free throw, but I mean, it worked out in his favor that they did, that he didn't yeah. make the free throw. And Pat, I think you were saying this before, like you've seen so many college basketball games where there, where in crunch time a team misses a free throw and they get the offensive rebound and put it up. It's like yeah. you have one yeah. time you need to box it's out. Two on, yeah. It's two and, on five. You know, yeah. It's two on like. Get a rebound. No, and that's and that's also I like what Dom's point <clears throat> is is that like Taco at the same time like just don't foul him because that's two points you, and you get the ball. Like I can almost hear someone scream like Coach Coach Nesky who coached Matt and I in high school like screaming like let him score let no, him yeah. score don't foul like if he's gonna you either foul him and he doesn't get the shot off or you let him score that's two thing. points you're up three. So if someone gonna, else should have came in like tackled Zion right. for him because like yeah. I'm sorry they don't get that rebound if Taco mm-hmm. falls in the that's game a, if that's Taco's fourth foul and not his fifth they they game win over. because like Taco would have gotten he, that he, rebound he, yeah or at least what. If, his, it out. His, fir- his first play of the game, did you see that? Literally, he goes like this, grabs yeah. the rebound with one hand, and then just yeah, dunks yeah. it right back in. Like, so right. a lot, a lot went, a lot went right for Duke, and there were some crucial mistakes for UCF. I got two things. So one, uh, the dudes who we talked about through that oop, and then the dudes who missed the layups at the end, we're gonna live with that for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's and that's suck. tough because that it's almost like that ball was supposed to go in. Yeah, and it didn't. But and two. I think the things that I always judge on uh, how good a team really is, like a team that we're expecting to be really good, is if they can cover the spread, one. Right. Always. two, because Vanilla... V- Vanilla Vova. Vanilla? Villanova was... <laughs> Villanova was like 13-0 and against the spread last yeah. tournament, and they ended up wiping the floor with everybody. And two, uh, how clutch they are making big-time plays late. And, mm-hmm. I mean, when Duke... When Duke's up, they can get up big. But when they're down, they always find a, ma- a way to make it a game. I mean, we look at Louisville. Right. They're down, what, 23? Ended mm-hmm. up coming back and winning that. VCU gave them a run for their money. Or UCF, sorry, gave them a run for their money. Uh, and and they made a game out of it, and they ended up winning. And I, I think that that's a testament to a good team. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that 
overall, I mean, like, I know that this sounds so bad because obviously, like, he's probably beating himself up, and honestly, like, he shouldn't be Mm-mm. because people miss game-winning shots all the time. No, it, but I don't know how game. he missed that. Like, I don't know that how that was, ball doesn't go like, in. Like, <laughs> I, I just I saw it and I was like, oh my, like, right? It wide open. The way it rolled. The way it rolled. You're like, that's going in. That's going. Like, and then it just. He, he released that ball almost perfectly. He, like, he couldn't have put up a better shot for the shot that he had. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And so that ball, like, honestly, if I, I like, it looked yeah. like a perfect shot and somehow it just didn't go in. And I feel like that's just, that's Duke. That's Duke basketball right there. It they, is. They, it is. That was a, that was a classic Duke game. Sloppy, real sloppy at the end. Mm. Had a few good rolls. Coach K put magnets in the ball. It's, it's upsetting. But at the same time, I mean, we still get to we still get to watch another game in which Zion is Zion. I mean, like we get to experience. A, I can't complain. I can't complain about getting to watch Zion be Zion. I mean, because like honestly, like I hate to be this person, regardless like what he does in the like NBA, and he could be like the next LeBron James. I just don't think that we're ever gonna see someone so dom- like I don't think we're gonna ever see him be this do- dominant. Like he right. does whatever he. I wants mean, he is he is now he is playing against. He's he's a man on no, the court playing yeah. against boys right now. Exactly, but. it's literally like if I like any of us were to go and just play against like third graders right now, I would hope right. that we grab every rebound Let's and put so. it back in. His explosiveness is like so crazy to watch on TV that no, I can't no. imagine seeing it in person because it would be some. It would. It's like lo- watching LeBron play in person if you've no, ever yeah. seen it. Like it's something like where you're like, whoa! Like I didn't. I didn't know he was that fast. Now this is yeah. just like me naive, like not really paying that close attention. He was there was just like a loose ball. He was probably I don't know a few steps behind half court, and he was chasing a loose ball. Yeah. He in three steps blew past this kid. He was I've never seen someone that big accelerate so fast. I did not know he was that quick. Seriously, on his he's feet. a big man too. You yeah. wouldn't expect it. Like, yeah. But um, we are going to hit the 15:45, and then we'll be back to talk about some of our predictions for the Sweet 16, even though some of the games are going on. And both <clears> of them, <throat> to be frank, it's not looking great. But um, who knows? You know, second half, a lot of time. But we will be back with the primetime sports guys. But here is Fast Talk by Houses. The primetime sports guys on 90.5 WERG. You other people, and I think it matters. We are back on the primetime sports, guys. <laughs> Sorry, you, we came in right in the middle of a debate there. Yeah, uh, it's no worries, you know, uh, things happen. But um, so we are talking basketball here, and um, we were going over all of our opinions, different ideas that we had from the round of 64 and 32. But here we are, Sweet 16. Just started today. Joey, what's the score going into half for the uh, Gonzaga FSU? What is it? 40-27? 38-27? Yeah, it's 38-27. Okay, and then Purdue is beating Tennessee at half 40-28. to So neither game is looking that great right now, but I mean only 12-point lead and 11-point lead. It's definitely something to... uh, Still tune into, and we're, we're, we're hoping for a Florida State comeback and a Tennessee comeback just to yeah, keep are. the bracket all right. Yep. But overall, so what I want to do here, choosing the Sweet 16 games, based off of what you've seen so far this tournament, 
All right, I know everyone wishes they could go back and just redo their bracket. So I'm giving you an opportunity to do out of the Sweet 16, no matter who you chose in the Elite Eight, it doesn't matter. Um, choose whoever you think right now is going to win. And I know that obviously you can use the half times to maybe uh, vary your opinion. So we'll start off with the Gonzaga FSU game. I'm still going FSU. Yep. I think that Let's they can. Let's ride it. I, like, I, I went in with them and like I had a lot of confidence going in and like still this team, the first two rounds have played really well. And I think that they could explode for like, like buckets fast. It's a game of runs. And I think that they know that. And I think that they'll be able to pull it out against Gonzaga I for a quick it. upset. What I do you, what it. do you guys think? I hope Gonzaga wins. <coughs> oh, goodness. Just because I'm in third place. And if you have Florida State winning, break the tie. Oh, my. <laughs> Megan just came up there. She's, she's a winner. Yeah, she's a winner. <laughs> she's a competitor. Joey? I'm going to just uh, be – I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you, but I'm all, honestly just going to do it because uh, I'm going to have integrity here. Yeah. So I'm going to go with who I actually chose mm -hmm. okay. instead of the halftime score. You know, I'm not going to let that sway no, my absolutely. opinion. Can't let it get to you, dude. So, yeah. I mean, like you said, Gamer Runs, Florida State can actually put together a lot of best baskets pretty quick. No, they they're can. scrappy. They're an explosive team. And they're team. deep, too. Yeah. They're, they're no, yeah. A, one of the deepest teams in the tournament. If right. they were to get somebody on Gonzaga uh, in a little bit of foul trouble, I really don't think their bench goes that deep. Like, For sure. Like, they're going to get Hachimara and, and some foul trouble. Right. And they... Uh, they're a team, too, that plays really good defense. So, I mean, if they can string together a good amount of stops, and they, they can do this. They can do this. Yeah. We're, not, we're not counting them out just yet. Pat just thrown it in there. Edwin Encarnacion just hit a home run for the Mariners. But just saying. Encarnacion. Glad, I'm glad for him. Um, Dom? Are we talking just strictly the... Just the Florida State Gonzaga. Um... I'm sticking with Gonzaga. Not only because I picked him, but because um, I think Gonzaga has played some pretty solid basketball. Florida State's played some solid basketball, too, but I think, I don't know. I like seeing Gonzaga at one, and I think they, yeah. So Ooh, the chalk wins eight. again. Absolutely. All right, Foz? Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with Florida State. Uh, I agree that, I mean, basketball is a game of runs, like we've been saying, and I think if anybody can do it, especially this late in the season down the stretch, people are starting to get tired. And I think Florida State can do it because they they kind of use that platoon system and they're because they're pretty deep. So yeah. Um, other, I mean, we were watching the game and without that and one, if Florida State converts and without that and one, it's only like a six point game. So it's a five point swing right there. So it's, it's a closer closer than it appears. Yeah, I, just I like agree. a rearview mirror. <laughs> All right, so we got all. <laughs> Not like that one. I did. I I just can't laugh because I don't have a voice. So. Um, it comes out as a cough. All right. Purdue, Tennessee, like I said, 40 to 28 going into uh, half. What are you guys thinking? I think, uh, honestly, this one I am a little bit more nervous. For some reason, I have a little bit more confidence in Florida State because Tennessee just looks like they're not playing well. They're not even <coughs> getting their free throws. And Purdue looked like they came to play. But again, Tennessee, I've watched them all year because I'm a Kentucky fan, so I've seen them a lot. They're a talented team. They've got a lot of veteran leadership and which could lead them coming out of that locker room. And, uh, I mean, I've seen them. They're a second-half team. I will yeah. give it to them. Uh, so I think Tennessee has a chance. But, ooh, I don't I, You know what? It's an integrity move. I'm sticking with Tennessee. I chose them, mm, so I I'm agree. sticking with them. I agree. It's a game of runs. 
It's a game of runs. What do you guys think? I mean, Tennessee. Admiral Schofield is what one point? Yeah, at half, and that's not, that's not going to stay the same the whole game. He's due. He is due. Oh yeah, he's due for a bucket. I'm still going Purdue. Uh, I think I think both Purdue going into the tournament and Tennessee, in my eyes, were both teams that look like they could make runs, but I didn't think that I didn't think that the inside that they had the capabilities to do it. Mm. Um, just because Purdue always kind of makes a run and then they just flop in the tournament. I was just going to say, it's not beyond Purdue to just crash in yeah. the second half. And, um, and I think Tennessee, even though they played well in the SEC, bars, uh, I think that they... I don't think that they're as good as people think. And I think the same with Purdue. But I, I think Purdue's going to handle this one. I think Tennessee's time's up. Oh, you think it's time's up? I think their time is up. So Joseph? you don't like... There's going to be a new admiral in there. <laughs> <laughs> Admiral, your time is up. <laughs> this town ain't big enough for two of us, Admiral. What do you got, Mags? Well, both the teams I picked are out of this match. So well, who'd you have? <laughs> Villanova and Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> both teams that uh, were, were very talented coming in. So uh, but I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'll go for the upset this time around. Plus, you picked Purdue, right? No, I chose Tennessee. Well, now it is an upset, yeah. It wouldn't be an upset. It, it wouldn't be an upset regularly, but since there would be a 12-point lead that they blow. And then also, I just want to say, here. Iowa also blew a 20, or no, Tennessee. Oh, no, never mind. That was the other way around. Tennessee blew a 25-point lead well, to Iowa. <laughs> Yikes. We might I'll be in trouble. Tennessee. We might be in Yellow. trouble. <coughs> Pitcher? Oh. Nope. It's the uh, yeah, I'm going to do the integrity thing again, like you said. Uh, I'm going with Tennessee. Tennessee. I have Tennessee in my Final Four. So we got it's got to be a double. So I got to double I down. I think I might have Tennessee in the Final Four, too. I I'm say double sure. down, but I want everyone to, here to know that I put zero money on this bracket. Yeah. No, yeah. In accordance with NCAA Absolutely. Rules. So. No, it's uh, it's all clean. Yeah, you're welcome. So the uh, if you if you want to tune in, uh, Gonzaga and Florida State just uh, popped off again. 1842 left in the second half. But uh, we're going to move along with our predictions. And now, I mean, game time hasn't come up yet. It's at 9.39 and 9.57. I've always wondered that about the tournament, why they choose like such like odd times, like 9.39 and stuff like that. But at the same time, I, I guess like I didn't want to be in the squad picture anyways. Like, it's fine, dude. Well, you're across the table. And my back cam- I don't have a back camera, so it has no, to be a good. selfie. It's good. If you want to come over here. No, I don't, I, okay. I'm doing my thing over okay. here. Good radio. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent um, radio. Texas Tech versus Michigan. Um, this is honestly, I think, going to be one of the better games of the uh, entire tournament. I think that these teams are really close and like really good in terms of matchup. Um, I personally, I got Texas Tech, I think, at least in my Elite Eight. I'm not positive I got them going the so Final Four. But um, Texas Tech, I think, is a really tough team. They've got one of the best players in the nation. And, I mean, Michigan, honestly, they just haven't done anything that, like, truly, like, has, like, proved themselves in the first two rounds. I feel like they've been kind of lackluster, haven't come out with the type of aggression I saw Michigan coming out with. But, again, I'm not sure how it's going to go, but I'm going Texas Tech. Hey, it's going to be exciting. That's for sure. Red Raiders. Red Raiders all the way. My grandparents. Both alumni. Really? Yeah. I'm going Texas Tech. I got Texas Tech in my Final Four as well. I don't know if I have them in the Final Four, but I think... No, I yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I definitely have them beat Michigan. Yeah. Um, like you said, I think Texas Tech is the best three seed in the tournament. Um, I mean, Purdue's beating Tennessee at half, but uh, I think it'll 
be proven tonight at 9.39 Eastern time that Texas, yeah. Texas Tech is uh, the better team. Heck yeah. I'm with it too. I, I like Texas Tech. I think I think defense wins championships, even in an offensive league. And I think that that's – I don't think it's enough for them to win a title, but I think it's enough for them to, to make a run and slow down a, a, a Big Ten school in Michigan. So so did everyone just hear what Matt Fosnock said? All right, so, so we can see that he just said defense wins championships, right? So Kentucky being one of the best defensive <laughs> <laughs> defensive teams in the nation, now if they were to go to again, the radio if, <laughs> if they were to go up against North Carolina in the Elite Eight, who is Matt's favorite team, mm-hmm. who oh North Carolina very known for a very lackluster defense, but an amazing offense. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking top of the line, like Sorry. can explode for ninety points. But Kentucky is a gritty defense, known to be one of the best in the nation. So Matt, who would you have in that game based off the comment you? just said uh, I'll take I'll take Luke May over any Kentucky team ever <laughs> just throwing that out there no absolutely yeah any Kentucky team ever yeah for no reason definitely not not because it. he hit a game winner that was no, the luckiest like, thing I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life yeah I mean I'm just saying sometimes being lucky is better than being good Pat yeah no, that, is, that is true facts that is true um but going on anyways back to the topic <laughs> so Foz you got Texas Tech Joey Texas Tech Mags Texas Tech, Michigan. Where are you at? Michigan. Michigan. Wait, I, let me see. Oh, I have Michigan. Okay. Yeah, Michigan for sure. Where I like Michigan. Over there. <laughs> yeah, I like Michigan because I like Michigan deep in the tournament. Okay, so wait, you got them? What we're thinking, Final Four? <laughs> I do not have them in my Final Four, so but I do have them in my Elite Eight. Okay, so I got you. Would, so you would classify Sweet Sixteen as deep. No, Elite Eight is deep. I consider Sweet so Sixteen deep like, run. Elite Eight is deep. Like, okay, yeah, I agree. They're deep. Elite Eight is deep. But I that being said, if you like them deep in the tournament, you would like them in your Elite Eight. You like them Michigan winning is, in there. Michigan is in my Elite Eight. Like That's why I like them deep. No, sweet, no, I think Sweet. Like, I think Sweet Sixteen to the Elite Eight is considered deep. So I think if once Michigan goes from the Elite Eight, from the Sweet 16 to, to the Elite Eight, they have gone deep in the tournament. Okay, I, honestly, I suddenly feel like contradict- not the only person lost at the table. A lot, <laughs> a lot of contradicting yourself. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to solve this right now because I'm a personal fan. Sweet 16, I think, is a run. I think that's a deep run. You're it one depends. of the last 16 teams. In, it dep- if you're a two seed, I wouldn't necessarily consider no. that. If you're a one run. or a two seed, then you should be like deep in the tournament, should be an Elite Eight. But like... For, like, Oregon, this is a deep run. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a deep run. Oh, yeah. But So, I guess it's just perspective. But, uh, anyways. I mean, yeah. So, we got to each, two, their, to each their own. Yeah. I mean, we're not here to judge, except for that's exactly what we're here that's to do. That's exactly here. what but we're like, here to do. Um, so, we got two Michigan, and then, so, two people that are wrong, and then three people that are right with Texas Tech. So, yeah, we're good. Good call. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Oregon versus Virginia. Oh, yeah. This is, honestly, if they had Bull Bull, I'd be going for Oregon. But I just think UVA is, they're playing really well. They're a tough team. And, I mean, they're they're knocking down shots. They got a guy I really like named Kyle Guy. I think he plays some really gritty, gritty style play. Pat, can uh, I jog your memory real quick, though? What's up? The first half of the first tournament game. Tested early. They were tested early. They were tested early. Virginia was tied. With, with Gardner Webb. Can I can I also jog your memory? Well, jog it. Jog it. Spring. Michigan State 
almost lost to Bradley. And then on top of that, Duke was also tied with North Dakota State at 20. Yeah. In the first round. A lot of contradictions, Joey. What's going on, Joe? No, that's that's all I'm saying. I didn't even I didn't even make a conclusion based off it. I just said it. So what is your conclusion? Fact. So what is your conclusion? The conclusion that I'm gonna make. That they came back and won by almost twenty. Almost twenty? That's fifteen. Yeah, but that's like that's halfway game. between ten that's and twenty. That's end of the game. Scrub points. Okay. That's scrub points. Garbage points. Might as well have been twenty. Okay, but you could make the argument that Virginia got some garbage. But you could also make the argument that Oregon won in convincing fashion in both of their games. Okay, but they also played UC Irvine. And then everyone knew Wisconsin. They almost 20 pieced Wisconsin. But Wisconsin, I think, was overseeded, to be (laughs) honest. I don't think they were ready for that action. (coughs) It's closer to 20 than 15. (laughs) No, I will give you the Wisconsin game uh, was interesting. I didn't. I knew they were gonna win, but I didn't know they were gonna win by that much. All right. Um, but go on with your. I might be the only person at the table that's gonna pick Oregon, and I. You know what? I'm not. I'm not going back on it. You. You almost convinced me to switch, but I'm gonna stay with can you. Can we get it? Can we get like a, like a gentleman's bet going to where, if or if Oregon wins, I have to do something. If. Uh, Virginia wins, or no, if Virginia wins, I have to do something. If yeah. Oregon wins, Dom has to do something. Okay, what's, oh, what do you want the gentleman's bet, bet I would, to be? I would, push-ups is something we always do here. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, Dom's, but Dom's 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 Dom yeah. I can do push-ups. Dom I can't be in PT after push-ups. I can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't run or anything. Um, I can't uh, run. If it's anything athletic. Um, I literally played you in intramural basketball this year. Yeah, I know. And I bodied you. That's just not true. I blocked I blocked <laughs> I, you at the I end bodied, of the game. You fouled me. I blocked you. You fouled me. <laughs> I blocked you. You fouled me, and you also hit the ball. Is there something of each other's that you guys don't like, that, like a jersey? or? Uh, I like that hat that Joey's wearing. He likes it. I like that hat. Do you yeah, want yeah. that hat? Something that you wouldn't Are you willing to wear. give up that hat? Something yeah. that I wouldn't want to wear? Yeah. Like a, like a, like a jersey yeah, or a... If, guys, if Virginia wins, you have to wear my romper to class for a whole day. I like that. It has, I like to, that. Be, it has to be warm enough for me to wear the romper. Yeah, that's fair. It will be. It we'll will pick be. a warm day. What color is the romper? It's American flag. It's red. It's American <laughs> you flag. You have to wear it, too. One of you guys is going to wear it. I can't wear it to class. Why? Because I'm not allowed. Oh, that's Can right. I wear sweatpants underneath it? No. No, you got to show thigh. Oh, dude. Okay. What about you? And then, yeah. I don't know. Yours has to be exponentially worse because I'm the underdog. Okay. And you're not giving me any points, are you? Yeah, no. No. Are you going on the line or no? No, we're not. We're, Just straight up. We yeah. lose. I mean, yeah, we have to yeah, go no, straight we up. Lose. I'm going to have to wear a romper to class, dude. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I don't well, want to know, do dude. If you're confident in Oregon, then no, you won't have to. Well, it'll be a little loose on me. Dom's a bigger guy than I am. I mean, but Taller. that's just. I'm thick. Taller. Taller? Yeah. yeah. I mean, those were... I don't know if you saw the picture of me, but... Let me see. I mean, let me was, see was it. it. Was it tight? It wasn't tight. It was... I was showing off some thigh. Okay, but I don't know what... I'm trying to think what I can get you to wear for a day. Because you're... Okay. See, it's not bad. All right. It has pockets. Okay, well, I'll wear that to class if Oregon loses, and then if Oregon wins... What am, Florida you can't State's wear, within seven. You can't wear yeah. stuff to class? No. Why? 
Because we have a dress code. Well, then we'll go out to eat and you have to wear something. Yeah. Like no, that, I, that's, that's so like different. An hour. That's, yeah. Yeah. He might not run into I'll wear out. I have, out, out. Okay, well, regardless, we'll go out to eat and you have, the other one has to wear. How about, how about, yeah, you, you pick something for me to wear. We'll, we'll have to like, you have to, so like if Virginia wins, you have to wear my romper and we go somewhere and you buy me dinner. But if Oregon wins, you pick something ridiculous for me to wear, and then I'm I'm not allowed to. Dinner. I'm not allowed to like bet like monetary right. values. Okay. On, you okay. So yeah. we're not buying food. Yeah, we can't buy food. Okay, no food. But you just go to dinner and you guys, okay, yeah, we don't buy each other food. You have to wear if Virginia wins, you have to wear that romper to a restaurant. And if Oregon wins, you pick something ridiculous for me to wear to a restaurant. Okay. All right, for our end of the year yeah. dinner. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Honestly, yeah. I, I didn't know we were having an end. We're of having. Well, we just started. Well, one. we're having one. We're having one now. It's official. So okay. So I'm gonna let the listeners know next week what Dom has to wear. I'm gonna have to think about this yeah, a little send bit. In, send in ideas. Send in requests. Yeah. But the thing is, I only have a little bit of time to decide. They play at ten tonight. Yeah. Well, no, you still we get to decide. decide. Like, yeah. So you like whoa, you whoa, whoa. no no I, no no he I, has to decide the gentlemanly thing to do would be decide before the game is played right. because if I win I could just ruin his life yeah exactly you okay but you to. could do that right now okay give me an idea Pat I mean a chicken suit jeez yeah a do you want a dress I don't want to wear a dress I'm not encouraging that a dress a dress do you own a dress no. No, but there's some. Sorry. But we can get we can find a dress for you to wear. Dog. We can go to Salvo again. I'm not a. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm not a size zero in a dress. I just want I'm you to know that. Sorry, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, right. I'm just saying. All right. Well, no. Now we sundress, get some husky dress. You have to wear a sundress. You find a sundress that fits me. I will. I'll wear it. I'll find a. I'll go to the big and tall. Big and tall. Yeah. And I will find you a sundress to wear. It's okay. gonna have some real springtime patterns. Okay. Floral action. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You might actually you might actually pull it off. <laughs> Dom, you might actually pull it off. I mean, did you see me in that romper? <laughs> okay, but rompers in a, on a sunny day, like men can pull it off. Alright, boys, let, let's corral we'll, it. We'll, let, yeah, let, we'll, let's we'll corral it. In. We'll keep thinking. All right, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. You're good. Yeah, we went you're off. Good. On no, it's all good. We're, we're, that's, we're, that's we're that, having that, fun. That natural competitiveness in no, yeah, Joey yeah, just no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're having fun. It's okay. Um but so uh, we got all the games out, or no? no. You got Virginia. Uh, yeah. And then Foz. It has absolutely nothing to do with Virginia as my national champion. I want Oregon so bad because it would help me in a lot of ways, but I think Virginia is is bound to, to win. I just, I mean, Oregon, I've, I'm going to talk myself out of it. I know I'm going to, just because I feel like the, the tournament needs that something. They do need, like, yeah. Like a 12 seed to make. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be Oregon, but I mean, because they had an easy path with Wisconsin. Sorry, Big Cat, if you're listening. And UC Irvine. Uh, and I, I think Virginia is the most unstable one seed. Uh, so I'm going to go Virginia, but I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Cover no, all the bases. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. Well, we are going to head into our 1545, and then we're going to come back with our predictions for the Friday night games, um, but keep it here with the primetime sports guys. And here is Whole Wide World by Cage the Elephant. 
the Primetime Sports Guys on 90.5 WERG. And we are back. We have 15 beautiful minutes left together. Um, so we're going to make the most of them ever. Forever, ever. I mean, with this, honestly, with this voice like I have it, I might, who honestly, knows how much time I have left. for Pat for, for really... Powering really through. Powering through. This probably did terrible things for my voice. Like honestly, it's probably only going downhill. I'm the Jordan, only one clapping. Pat's, Pat's Pat's radio show. Listen, man. Same, well, Jordan faked synonymous. it. Synonymous. So. Jordan did fake it. He faked it. True statement. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, I don't know. Pretty easy to score 63 against your local mailman. Same yeah. <laughs> like what? The game has evolved. I'll say that. I will as well, and it's I'll leave it at that. All right. Nowadays. I don't know if Jordan would be Jordan. Right, LeBron faked that, cramp, that hamstring cramp, too. <laughs> We're going to get a bunch of calls now from Will Gatz uh, and saying... Kobe... Never mind. I would never tarnish Kobe's name, ever. Bro, Even bro. as a joke. Oop. Even as a joke. Black Mamba? Who? The Black Mamba? Never heard of Kobe Bryant? Never heard of Wait, who is that? Goodbye. Wait, Let's is go. that that one dude that had a fro, but then didn't have a fro? Like, changed his number. Changed his number for some reason, because like, all greats change their number. You know? Hey, Jordan did it. LeBron yeah, when did he, it. When he, all right, no, I'll give you about Come LeBron. on, dude. Did Joey Cox do it? Joey Cox LeBron did it. did it because he was going to a different team. Who? Yeah, I went to a different team, changed my number. Oh, but was it because it wasn't available or because you wanted to change? Wasn't available. What number did you go? <laughs> Two. And listen. Should have been 88. Mark Jones did it. Who? Who? Mark Jones did it. Marcus, you mean. Marcus I didn't know who Mark Jones was. Whatever. All right. Marcus well, Jones makes a lot more sense. <laughs> we are going to uh, make some predictions for tomorrow's games. So the first one on tap is the 709 game, Michigan Pirates. State versus LSU. Michigan State has a six-point uh, line in favor of them. Who do you guys got? I think this might be the road where it ends for LSU. I mean, it's still like I've been waiting for – I've been waiting for that time in which LSU just kind of starts to, all right, we got a phone call. I'm worried it's Will Gatson because it's Michigan State, but we don't know. All right, um, I think this might be the end. They're still going without their coach, but, I mean, they're playing really well. We'll see how they do. Dom, what do you think? Dom? I was I was dead in that basketball game once again. I was doing exactly what you were doing. I only Michigan did it once. State LSU. Oh, Michigan State. 100 yeah. percent Yeah, Michigan. That wasn't even a question. You oh, it's not a question. It's no. a two versus a three. Yeah, it's off. not a question. No. No, 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 no. Well, I I mean I had LSU list losing to Yale. And then I had LSU or I had LSU losing to Maryland. So you really want LSU. So out I'm of this O for two. And Michigan State. Michigan State, I, I did genuinely I, I do believe that Michigan State's gonna be it, I don't have them in my Final Four, but that. if they were in the Absolutely. Final Four, I definitely wouldn't be surprised. Awesome. Joey? Gokes. Why do you say that? Tigers. You know how they spell go, like G-E-U-A-X? Like the French way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Go Tigers. Are you kidding me right now, dude? Go Tigers. I'm with Joey on this one. I picked LSU. I didn't pick LSU. Like what? I did. What, are you talking about something specific? Listen, I'm just pick. I got I to pick something out of the box here. Out of the box. No, I'm with you. <laughs> I, you, pick, no, that was a tough, you did. You did. So I feel like you're. 
We're going to come in next week, and you guys are going to be like, Joey, who tipped you off? You're a genius. We're going to come in next week, and you're going to be like, Joey, who tipped you off on these games? You're a genius. Because LSU is going to win, and so is Oregon. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, it's not going to happen, but I'm saying it is. I'm speaking it into existence. Listen, man, honestly, you're not going to do that. You're just not going to do that. I'm speaking it into existence I hope LSU My voice will resonate from Erie, PA, to the rest of the country now. What are the chances Leonard Fournette goes to the game? I really hope that. High. You think so? No, I don't know. If his presence is there, I'm giving the win to LSU. Shaq will be there. If Odell. I bet Shaq will be there. If Odell is there, Win. I'll give it to LSU. I bet Shaq will be there. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. I agree with that. If Odell shows up to the game, LSU by 50. LSU by 50 if Odell oh, comes. Yeah. But I, LSU by 100 if Baker goes with him just for fun. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and, and if he gets now. Jarvis to come? Yeah, they're like BFS now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, if Jarvis uh, goes too? Are you their third? Are you, show up. Are you Are you their third BFF? Is that how you know? Like, yeah. Do you go on Me, yeah. Me, Baker, Odell. We're all, I mean, we're all both. first name basis at this point. <laughs> email. Email. Yeah, right. We're AOL meeting Freddie. We're, we're meeting Freddie for lunch tomorrow. Oh, word. Yeah, big one. But uh, yeah, pause. Uh, I am. I, I didn't hear the points that were being said. I was on the phone with Randy, longtime listener. Uh, he said he's he's been listening since he was in college. So that's pretty cool. No, oh, yeah. Um, but I am going Michigan State over LSU. I I, I didn't think I had Yale beating LSU, uh, and they almost pulled it off. And I had Belmont beating Maryland, who almost beat Maryland. And then I had Belmont beating. Uh, Yale, so essentially I'm still correct in a way if LSU, you know. It, yeah. yeah, it'll... But, I mean, LSU, LSU's had two games. I don't think Maryland's as for real as a six seed uh, gives them, and I didn't think Yale was either, and they've, they've only beaten their teams by five and two. And Michigan State, although it was scared early against Bradley, they kind of cleaned it up and got it done, and then they took care of Minnesota. So uh, I'm going Michigan State. Cool. I'm going double digits, Michigan double State. Double digits? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Hammering no, uh, a big shout-out. Yeah, it's six. Contact. A big shout out! A big shout out oh. to Randy. It's mm-hmm. always nice to hear that somebody enjoys what we do because we love doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that, it's really it makes nice it all to hear worth that. it. It's cool. It definitely, yeah, is awesome to hear. Um, so going throughout the next game, so we got a little bit of a split there, LSU and Michigan State. Um, we're gonna go to the next game, and we're gonna let Foz talk about this a little bit. Set set the scene. Mm-hmm. We got North Carolina. We got Auburn. Two high octane offenses. Yep. It's gonna be ninety to ninety. It's, hammer the over. Huh? Hammer the over. If hammer. You're, if you're a betting man. If you're a betting man, I would hammer the Let me see what the over is. Uh, Yeah, so I'll The over the is... What is it, like 172? 186. Um, 164, I believe. Yeah, yeah 164. That's still 80-80. That's, that's, I think that's about right. No, that, that sounds about right. I would still hammer the over. I mean, honest. Auburn, as an SEC team, Auburn really wasn't... Wasn't the favorite, obviously, going in when you, you look at Kentucky, Tennessee, um, and, and and even like LSU looking in there. It's just it's a tough conference to pick, but Auburn's won their last 10 games, so that's kind of hard to beat. I mean, you saw Oregon, they've won their last eight, I think, and they're making a run now. So, I, I'm as a North Carolina fan, fan, I think that this is their biggest test and will be their biggest test until they meet uh, possibly Kentucky. Even Houston. Uh, in the later Houston rounds, and even if team. Houston beats Kentucky. Um, but I still think that the winner of that, I think if North Carolina and Kentucky play, I think the winner of that is going to go to the championship. Um, and if North Carolina loses to Auburn, obviously it's going to get flipped up. But it, I think North Carolina's got the remedy because Auburn plays to their game. It's fast-paced. Like you said, there's really no defense. It's fast-paced. It's transition. 
And when Kobe White's hot, we kind of talked about it earlier today when we saw each other on campus. Like it's if Kobe White's hot, it's North Carolina is one of the best teams in the country, if not the best next to Duke, mm. um, firepower wise. So. Uh, I, I still think I'm going to take North Carolina. Auburn's got to cool off eventually. I don't think that they're a real tournament team, I guess you could say. And I didn't think Kansas is a legit team either. Um, so I, I'm, I think I'm good with North Carolina. Absolutely. I, I do. I mean, I agree with you in the sense that, like, North Carolina is a proven team that's been doing this for, like, the past month. Yeah. Auburn's just been really hitting their stride recently. Yeah. I hope. I mean, honestly, like, I, I mean, obviously, SEC pride over here, just because, you know, I like to prove the SEC is the real deal. But um, I feel like they do have a bigger chance of cooling down than North Carolina does yep. just due to firepower. Yeah. And I mean, if, firepower. if North Carolina can play the way that they played against Washington, <laughs> that's their brand. And I think that that's, that's it. That's what yeah. they need. Joey? I just love the word firepower. Because <laughs> I like to say it like this. Firepower. Well, who do you think is going to have the... Sorry. Firepower. <laughs> yeah. Makes uh -oh. him happy. Uh oh. Uh -oh. He's catching the pat. Pat got me sick. Mm. No, there's just no way I will take responsibility. We're talking North Carolina Auburn, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I got North Carolina. I got North Carolina in my championship game. Um I just love the way they play offense. They get it down the uh court so quickly mm. that like even if they're down, they can go on a run really fast. Um, I like the way they're playing too. Uh, when you have a point guard like uh, Kobe, what's Kobe's last name? Uh, White. North Carolina, Matt? White. Kobe White. Yeah. When you have a point not guard to be like confused that, with Kobe Bryant. No, nope. definitely not to be confused. Although they look a lot alike in their younger days. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just like the way they're playing offense, and uh, I think they can get it done against Auburn. Um, not easily because, like you said, Auburn's that SEC uh, team that has been challenged throughout the year. So they're not, they're not. Uh, that was tough. They're not like strangers to playing tough teams. Like you said, they just handled Kansas. So I mean, I think it'll be a good game, not necessarily an easy game for North Carolina, but I think they they will win. Dumb. Dumb. So I have UNC winning this game, oh. but. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, no, my bracket has UNC winning this game. After watching that Auburn-Kansas game, that was... They're tough. Like, 80... What was the final score? 89-75 is not indicative of what that game was. They were up by almost... They like were up by almost 30 points. Like, <laughs> Auburn had absolute control. Like, never at one point did Auburn look like they... And, like, it's Kansas. Like, they play good basketball. And, like, that's a good team. I I... I think I'm gonna go with I'm I'm gonna go with Auburn over over UNC. I'm gonna go against my bracket. First pick I've made tonight against my bracket. I think I think Auburn. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Oh, it I'm is. really making sacrifices. You need to talk. Eh, I might I might have you after. <laughs> so update on the game. Florida State's within six with Gonzaga with seven thirty left. Hopefully, uh, you know, for my bracket's sake. Um, next game up, we've got Kentucky Houston. Obviously, I'm going Kentucky here. I am a little bit nervous for this game just because P.J. Washington obviously coming back is a huge win for us. He's our best player. So, I mean, we're going to be playing better than we have the past two games. Mm -hmm. And our defense has looked really good, so this will bring our offense back to where it was. So do I think we win? Yes. But Houston's defense is scrappy, and they've got a shooting guard in Corey Davis in which he could 
go off for 30 at any point. But at the same time, after our defense on Fletcher McGee, I think I think we might have the might yeah, have the lock. Poor kid. What a name. McGee. They had that too. What? They're, he uh Fletcher McGee. He, yeah. I mean, he, I don't want to say he blew it, but he kind of blew it. They were so fun to watch, man. For it was Wofford. Like, it was like as a as a like guy who likes college basketball but doesn't necessarily have a team. Like I was rooting for Wofford to be that Cinderella team because. Yeah, I was they sitting were, next to you as we were watching the game. I know. I, I know we were all dressed up. <laughs> I know who you were. I won't lie, Pat. Yeah, I, had, I picked Wofford. <laughs> literally before uh, a formal, me and Joey are sitting on the couch. And he's just cheering uh, on uh, Wofford as I'm just sitting there praying that Kentucky doesn't lose. Well, dude, I just wanted to see them play yeah. again. You got a, yeah, yeah. you got you fell out of bracket and then just aggressively root for teams like Wofford. And you yeah, see your yeah, win. yeah. Because they, they would have been so fun to watch no, for yeah. like a couple more. Because they games. just they're yeah. crazy. They hit it's like any three they take. Those threes that they take aren't necessarily conventional either there's no. like turn around <laughs> 35 <laughs> footers and no. you're like what how did that go in and imagine being like the fan of the other team just watching like no other team even if they beat us later in the season are going to be hitting shots like <laughs> yeah this. you're like like oh. it's just like it's like there's nothing you can do the best defense in the world is not going to stop that three true but um Very true who do you guys got other than me just quick picks uh, on the board I am going Kentucky. I think with P.J. Washington, I think that helps a lot. I was just going to say Fletcher McGee broke the NCAA record for career three-pointers, and then he went, what, 0 for 12? Yeah, and they still made that a game. That's what's no, yeah. uh, I'm going yeah. Kentucky. I got if P.J. Washington's okay. I got Kentucky as well, and then they're losing to North Carolina next round. Boy. Pat, I really like Kentucky, but I like the basketball that Houston's playing right now. Yeah. Um, you don't have to apologize to me. Yeah, Houston. You don't owe anyone anything. You don't owe anyone. It's your own opinion. As always, we thank you for listening to the Primetime Sports Guys. You can catch us live every Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m. on 90.5 WERG. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date at PTSG underscore WERG with when we post the podcast version and updates with the crew. Thanks for listening.